Hey, what's going on? Hi, this is Jordan, and this is the NFT Money Now podcast. Uh, we got special, special guests on today. Um, he goes by the name George Blue. Matt, can you introduce him? Yeah, our friend George Blue here is pretty much the the owner of Blue World NFT, um, Blue CEO, I guess. Um, yeah, George, it's been it's been a long time coming. Um, we've we've been waiting to to interview you. Um, you you're in my opinion, one of the hottest names in the NFT space right now. I mean, mm-hmm. every e-commerce millionaire is just blasting Blue World. Can you just, I guess, explain explain the story behind Blue World? What exactly it's all about? Sure. Yeah. Maybe I'll give you a little background about who I am and uh, everything. Great, yeah. that I think that give yeah. context. Um, so my primary background is e-commerce before this, and so you know, two years ago, before I started my tech company. Um, I did over $20 million in e-commerce sales, and so that's where I built most of my connections in the e-commerce space. Um, And I had a company back in the day, uh, iPhone accessories, battery cases, et cetera, and I would build these connections because I would, you know, every single entrepreneur I met, I would send them a case. And it wasn't so much of getting them to promote, whereas it was more important for me to build a connection from them, for them, for the future. And so I knew I was going to start a tech company in the future, and I wanted to build those connections from the get-go. Um, Blue is a is a tech company. It's two years old. It's a it's a venture backed company, and we launched Blue World. You know, I think less than a week ago. So a couple of days ago, we're doing kind of private invites the whole run up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it's only been 30 days since we started that project. About 35 days. Um, now you might say like, how did you guys build a full marketplace that quickly? It's because we already had a foundation, and we already we have 18 full-time designers and engineers on the team. So we already had everything going for us to be able to execute this quickly. Um, Blue World is essentially, it starts off with virtual companies. And the basic premise is that we developed this algorithm to recreate markets from scratch. And it's much more versatile than virtual, than just this virtual company NFT. We're gonna use this algorithm to do the housing market a wine market, a shoe market, a watch market. If you think about futures commodities in general, you could be trading corn or soybean or or lumber, and all you'll see is a graph moving up and down, right? And what we've what we've done is we've taken this concept of NFTs, uh, which are kind of individual and, and non-fungible, quote unquote, right? They have specific differences within them, and I've built kind of this essentially mini world of virtual companies to start off with that have uh, rarity built in there based upon the market cap. So, you know, there's more seeds than there are public companies, right? I mean, it'd be kind of weird if there was like, you know, 50% giant companies like Tesla, quote unquote, in this metaverse and very little seed companies. So your intuition is correct in that the distribution of these virtual companies matches that of the real world. I added in some innovative quirks like, you know, I made this blue metaverse of these companies be owned by 50% males, 50% females. Yeah. I made them 20% of each race. So it's, you know, it's loved by liberals and it's loved by... I was going to say, equality. Yeah, you you can't really do equality or equity in the quote-unquote real world because, you know, there is just a lot of variables that go into things and, and as you progress differences happen and, and really it's just yeah. very difficult to constrain equality like but in this blue metaverse like male dominated in the real world yeah but in this blue metaverse you know we started off 
in this, you know, in this context, and we'll let it go from there. Um, the hardest part about this is what you don't see, which is kind of the secret black box of how this algorithm is generating these um, these distributions. What we, we what we plan on doing is all is um, streaming this on chain, so in real time, anyone with an NFT platform will be able to represent these virtual companies. Wow, awesome! I guess that's a that's a good leeway. Yeah, that's a good gist. Wow, awesome! And do you do you still do any type of e-commerce, or is Blue World still your is now your full full job full time job? Well, I mean. I guess this is this is e-commerce now. E-commerce, okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that because you know I've been talking we've been talking to Mike J and Ari Gold and a couple other, uh, which thanks actually you were the one that first put us in connection through like yeah these you started our network yeah <laughs> so huge huge thanks um, but we were talking about how like this is because I used to drop ship back in 2017 um, I believe. I was following some of the guys that you're friends with. So Tanner Plains, there's Hayden, Hayden Bowles, uh, there's uh, Sebastian, I can't say his last name, but he's got Seb on Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have all their courses from back from like 2018, 2017, and I saw these kids blow up. Oh, your camera just blew out. Oh, uh, shoot, I'll just do the other camera. All right, there you go. Ivan, can you plug it in? Yeah, my, my apologies. All good, okay. Okay. Uh, so I saw these guys uh, kind of blow up. Um, I was 18 years old, I dropped out of college. I had no money, I was taking care of my uh, 91 year old grandmother. She just, she has dementia and I was taking care of her. And I was doing drop shipping at the time. And I saw these kids, they were fucking in, you know, Ferraris, that, that was Tanner like back when he was 16. Like Hayden had like full garage full of fucking supercars out in Bali, all this shit. And I, don't know, I kind of felt like I was behind in a way. Uh, so people ask me like, shit, do you feel successful so young at 22? I'm like, no, not at all. Uh, I wish, I wish I started sooner to be honest. Um, but with those guys, uh, especially from coming from the dropshipping e-commerce space, um, this seems like e-commerce 2.0 in a way, just like selling NFTs. And I feel like everything, oh yeah, everything yeah. that is NFTs right now, it's almost just evolution of what you know selling digital products online was uh you know do you agree do you disagree like could you expand in that area yeah well you know nfts are allowing what i've been saying for a while which is you know the digital marketplace is going to be bigger than the physical marketplace yeah. and i've had this thesis for a while and uh you know that's actually the basis of blue in general the basis of blue is that um, it's going to be about conversations and not websites. And it's going to be about digital products and not physical products. I mean, if you look at the pitch deck of Blue that I present to investors about, you know, why Blue is a potentially $100 billion, $1 trillion company, it's really just a 20-year vision on those two theses and, and, and creating a whole ecosystem of developing that. And you might say, okay, you built this marketplace in 30 days. What the, what the hell took you two years? Um, I guess the best analogy I can give you is there are three ways to build a car. Okay, one of the ways is you buy an existing car, you then you just mod it up, right? You you put some things on it and you oh, soup yeah. it up with, with like yourself or a mechanic in your shop. Yeah. That's one of the ways. The second way is um, you kind of build a car from scratch, but it's just you and some of your some of your friends, right? And you just kind of build a, a custom car from scratch. And the third way is you build a factory to produce a car. 
And, mm. and those three things are fundamentally different. They're, they're fundamentally different. And if you're asking me the question, oh, can, you, can I produce a software? And you're asking me about the first kind, which is, can I take an existing software and mod it up for a specific niche? And the answer to that question is, I could do that in a weekend. And I, I look at most software and I laugh. Nice. I'm like, haha, that's funny. Because with today's <laughs> no-code tools, you can build nearly everything super quickly. Yeah. But you see, that's not, you can make money with that, but that's not really where I'm going with things. Where I'm going with things is not even the second kind, which is a custom car built from scratch. And those are now billion dollar companies. You know, you're looking at, man, this, yeah. Uh, those are like billion dollar companies. You know, you're looking at, um, you know, you know Clavios and, and MailChimps, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. But what they're lacking is they're lacking an ability of being able to make any different type of car or any different type of software. And so what Blue does is the premise of Blue is I wanted to make 300 Blue applications. And it's not enough for me to just make one custom one from scratch. That doesn't even help me. What we've been building is a factory to produce software. And right now we're on what's what I call V3 and and the test drive of V3, like the factory production was like, you know, how fast can we ship out a great piece of software, which is a marketplace of this NFT for NFTs. And the answer was we can do it in 30 days. And my engineers didn't even know, didn't even know crypto. Wow. They had to learn it. So we wasted two wow. weeks. We could have done it in two weeks. So they're learning solidity in those two weeks. No, we, we hired one, one person to kind of like okay. close the gap there. But in terms of like knowing the knowing the process, knowing the flow, knowing how to hit the chain and, and qualify right. things and stuff like that. Now, those are all just if you're a good engineer, you could be you could figure those things out. What I'm saying is they didn't have prior experience doing those things. So they weren't um, they didn't have that kind of muscle memory to do that particular thing. Gotcha. Yeah, um, I was really actually fucking impressed. Like the reason that. Um, I first got on my Liberator, um, my friend Rene Lacade, um, he posted oh, yeah. about you first and then I uh, followed you and you, you messaged me, I don't know if you were your assistant. Um, your, I don't know either at this point. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea, but it was fucking impressive well, to yeah. me. It was impressive, like that, just doing that, because we're launching our own project ourselves and we're looking at every single way to kind of growth hack it. I mean, this industry, it's quite new, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like, what are the ways to get out there, you know, advertise with influencers? There's ads, which are kind of frowned, out, frowned upon. There's giveaways, you know. Um, you doing the launch in a particular way, could you explain that? Because you went private for like 300, 400 people, and then now you're going, you know, semi-public, and then, and then there's something about, you said the floor price was gonna reflect the mint price later. I'd like you to just explain about your methodology behind that. Yeah, well, first off, you need a great product. I think that's yeah. number one. Oh, yeah. um, without a great product, doing this method just doesn't work, and you're much better off hyping and uh, and, and selling, you know, to, to the masses at scale. Um, that's what I'll say. But for us, I already had all these connections built out, and I thought it was important for us to have density in the ownership of these companies. And it wasn't because I. I wanted those people to buy that because I just had connections with them so I can, you know, uh, sell it to them. It was more so if I, if I do a, if we do a deal together, right? Meaning like he buys one of my companies and he buys one of these virtual companies and, and now we have a connection and now this network is built 
And now he says, George, holy crap, I see what you did here. You know, I have an idea for an NFT project, right? I want to do my Discord. I have 50 people in my Discord. I charge $2,000. Can we make that, can we make that uh, an NFT with, as a pass and people can then sell it off on the open market? Yeah. Okay, now we do a deal and let's say I'm a 20% partner in that now. Or, or this other person, like, you know, my buddy Brumay, my buddy Dylan who owns Brumay, he has a VIP, you know, subscription against Brumay. Well, he can now make that as an, as an NFT and he can create a resale market for Brumay and his loyal fan base. Wow. Um, you know, someone, someone else can, so what I'm, what I'm doing is I wanted to be the operating system for all these entrepreneurs and I can speak both languages, right? So I can That's speak. Smart business sales and marketing and I could, you know, and I could do the other side. My number one skill set is business sales and marketing, but I really don't utilize it too much uh, in the traditional sense because um, I know I have it in the, in the back burner. So I just, I want to build this other foundation and, and build a density. As wow. we go along every single progression now, we are making it, you know, 50% of the floor price, 60% of the floor price, 70% of floor price, 80% of floor price, et cetera, and becoming more and more quote unquote public as we, as we branch off, not really doing any marketing promotion at all. What we will do though, is we'll have a blue DAO where we pay people on our discords to produce content mm. and we have reward structures. So let's say nice. the first thing we launched was like 25 K for, for, for the next two weeks. And people can create content, create a nice YouTube video, create you know a nice Twitter thread, and get paid between fifty and a thousand dollars, and get whitelist approval. And so, this kind of density and and uh, building up community from the, from the inside out, I think, is really important. Instead of like, you know, paying fifty grand for a for a B list celebrity to promote you, I mean, who are you really attracting with that? You're not attracting the right people, most yeah. like. Hundred percent. Just like a FOMO type of audience, just a reseller type audience. Um, you just, I mean, you're look, you're attract. If someone is taking non non financial advice, but who, <laughs> if they're listening to individuals, <laughs> individuals, you know, who are B list and D list celebrities, giving them information about what to look at, or et cetera, et cetera. Mm. You know, look, those those people. I don't even I don't even want them owning my virtual company NFT. I don't. I literally do not want them to own it. Shots fired. They can't pay me to own it. I don't. I don't. Oh, I don't. Shit. I don't pay, need. I don't need the money. I don't want it. them to own it. <laughs> <laughs> the awesome. reason, the reason is because look, any great country has boundaries, Absolutely. and what that means is people in a network or people in a country have to produce value within that network for everyone in that network to get the benefit of it. And as soon as people take more than they produce, then, then that creates a falling knife system where people feel disenfranchised. And this is exactly why liberalism or communism or so whatever the hell you want to call it doesn't work because those individuals are leeches. They don't actually produce any value in the network. All they want to do is take, 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 and they don't even understand what it means to produce value in a network. And yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're just misinformed or just stupid. Stupid. Probably. Probably. I don't know. A lot, of, I, a, lot, I, a lot of ignorance. A lot of ignorance. I don't stupid, know. It's, sure. it's, it's kind of it's just kind stupid. Of, it's kind of odd because you know you can explain this concept to in these these individuals, but they have this mentality that you know oh well th this this person has so much 
why can't he just give it away to me? Oh, and the answer yeah, to that question annoying. is that person is producing more the more he has. Mm. And if he gives you it, what are you doing with it? Well, you're taking and you're consuming. You're essentially you're burning it. You're not yeah, really exactly. Doing you're basically burning it because it's it's like for example like taxes to the government. It's like the money does not go to where you want it to go, and it just gets fucking burned. And that's why like a lot of economists say um, to fix you know uh, taxes uh, basically is to kind of like make the people who pay the most. Um, in charge of like what is being spent by the government because the government has all this money there's like, all this debt But it's not being spent effectively Right, and that's what pisses people off and then they move to Puerto Rico and then they move to the Caribbean all this stuff and uh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you my, my Philosophy on why that is well one is the more money you have the harder it becomes to manage. Mm -hmm. That's number one mm -hmm. uh, number two um, You have this aspect where the government is trying to be a player and not what their actual role is, which is a referee. So think about a basketball game. Yeah, like Imagine if the referee started, started, took the ball away from LeBron James and said, you know what? No, no, no I want to play. <laughs> and, and, you, and LeBron James is like, what do you mean? Did you, you're the referee. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I decided I want to play. I, I just worked on my jump shot. It doesn't make sense. The government is not supposed to be a player. The players are the best entrepreneurs in the game. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, et cetera, et cetera. Let them play the goddamn game and create a system for the game to, to flourish and to help individuals in the network. And when the government tries to play the game by saying, no, no, no give me the ball more, give me the ball more. When Bernie Sanders or, or all these liberals are saying, no, give us more money. We'll 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 decide how to we'll decide how to allocate yeah. it correctly. Like we'll, we'll solve the problems. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look at them. It, I I literally see like a referee. It, their job is supposed to be a referee, and they're asking to get the ball so they can so Thanks. they can play. You know, and it just doesn't make sense. I think that's retarded. Yeah, definitely. I feel like you you, you do have um uh, what's it called like your interest more interested in politics here. So I don't know if you want to jump down that rabbit hole. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not, not really interested in. It's just interesting. It's the example. Smart. He's just smart. That's right. it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. Interesting. So, uh, do you think that if the government? I mean, I live in Canada, and uh, my dad's a dentist. He's been here for about thirty years. He's yeah. uh, created a great career. And um, basically, every like he doesn't want to go to work. He fucking he's at the golf course all the time because every dollar he makes, he pays fifty cents to the government. That's before payroll. Do you think? And then, and then what he says is that well, I think, all the, of his I think a natural transition here is like, why do we get on this topic? Is because yeah. where the world is going with decentralized finance, DAO yeah. structures, and these new legal entities is that it gives more power to the individuals to make decisions upon their life and to make decisions upon the communities they want to build with. Absolutely. And it, and Absolutely. it, and it creates, it creates this, this openness, but it also a siloedness. It creates these, these node structures organically, and it prevents this centralization, quote unquote, of huge entities, in, in, in this regard, a government structure, to make decisions upon all the node structures. And you can see that the bigger a node gets, it cannot create benefit for the smaller nodes in the network. Whereas when you release that and you create these like separate DAO organizations or, or decentralized finance, which are peer-to-peer -peer connections between mm -hmm. the flow of money exchange, you could have much more benefit in a network 
than you can with a centralized approach. And so, you know, that, that was kind of the, the, the methodology here. It's like, um, think about all these, all these things like organisms, like a government's an organism, a company's an organism, an individual's an organism, and right. they're trying to make decisions for their own best interests. And, you know, the reason why, you know, for, for the government or for what they're looking for is they're looking for control in their domain. You know, they, they have a certain amount of responsibility that they, they want to withhold and they view this, this coming world, or I don't know how, how knowledgeable they are, but it's very, quote unquote, destabilizing. And the reason is because it just gives much more power to the individual to make financial decisions upon where they want to allocate their resources in real time. For example, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of money in Ethereum, but I'm looking and I'm seeing that Solana is really oh, yeah. going up. Oh, yeah. And think about these blockchains as like separate government structures with their own monetary and fiscal policy with their own network and i'm noticing that solana has much more developer activity so tomorrow i can decide to quote unquote switch countries because now i'm operating in a totally different network and there's some cross play between there you can bridge but but really you know when you're on ethereum you're, you're operating under the ethereum network and all the all this all the derivative products and then if you go to solana network you're, you're operating with that and so you can make these really quick decisions. Like if, if, if your father wanted to go to another country, it'd be pretty hard to make that yeah, you know, decision, exactly. right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I, think, I think this is a good leeway into this question, is do you think that the world, like as we're going to NFTs, DAO structures, where it's decentralized, not centralized, where you can switch basically countries every, any day you want, any second you want, mm -hmm. um, do you think that the world would run better that way than it does right now? And how so? I think, I think it would have, one, it would have different characteristics. And you can say, with those different characteristics, can, quote unquote, the best people optimize uh, a system that has more benefit to the individuals in the network? And the answer is absolutely yes. It's simply because they're, they, they're able to do it in a much more efficient manner than ever before. and. It's not a matter of like, if it's gonna happen, it's a matter of one. You know, I, I, I first heard about Bitcoin in 2012 and it went from $10 to $20. And at the time when I was you know, heavily researching it, and technically um, the major thing that I found was that it solved this, this aspect called triple accounting. And I, I thought this was the most important part about Bitcoin. And I thought that was the reason why this was gonna take hold. And it's actually the exact opposite from what people say. Normally people say they love Bitcoin back in the day because of the privacy aspect. But what was so ironic to me was like, no, like the whole, the whole point of it was that everyone knows everyone's transactions right. on, a, yeah. on a ledger and, and no longer did you need double accounting. And so no longer you can, you, you know, for the Enron scandal, you had double accounting. So Enron said, you know, uh, I'm gonna, I'm getting all these accounts receivable and the other companies, you know, didn't match that. And so you have this third party, these like, you know, accounting firms, PNG, Deloitte, essentially being the blockchain validators. Right. And what, what, what happened with Bitcoin was we got rid of those Deloitte, PNG, PW, PWC, and we said, we're doing that in a distributed manner with mining activity and, you know, zero knowledge proofs. And that was the reason why I thought it was going to win. 
It was because you finally had a method for validating private property in the digital world on a global scale. Wow. That's why. That's and it was so clear to me from then. And, and now, even more so, it's impossible to, to stranglehold. And any government that tries to strangle it only makes it go faster. Money is going into crypto with a higher propensity than it's going back out. So it's, it's, not, it's not a matter of when. I mean, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Yeah. And it's in, it just, when you put money in Ethereum, you're not really thinking so much anymore. More, as each day goes by, you're not thinking so much about like, I'm gonna cash out to go buy USD. Like, think about that. If, <laughs> when you go quote unquote convert to USD, what are you saying? I am investing into USD. Now you're making almost an investment decision Wait. to go back to USD. Not, not just like convert to a base currency. You're yeah. thinking about it as an investment decision because you're hearing all this, oh, it's about, it's, you know, you got 7% inflation. <laughs> it's it's like an anti-benefit list. For the, yeah, the you're starting to understand yeah. all the things that you have understood in DeFi land and you're taking these concepts now and when you're thinking about it in the reverse course going from the money you made in in in, in crypto yeah. and cashing it out exactly. you're starting to say well i'll just take enough just to live just to survive yeah. but i'm not gonna really i'm not gonna invest into usd exactly. i mean that would be nonsense I mean, that would be, be, be ridiculous Who ridiculous Dude, I um, I mean, for, for me, for me myself personally, I'm all in on crypto, all in on NFTs. I just pay myself enough to pay my rent and pay for food. If I could pay for my groceries and my rent with Ethereum right now, I would definitely do it. You can. You can. You could just get a Visa. You could Visa, Visa card connected to. Uh... Okay, fuck. Well, I need. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You gotta link me up there. Uh, okay, yeah, so I'm, I'm paying. I'm paying ETH because yeah. it's, it's just. Yeah, if you look through the, like for example, if you're like, you know, getting into crypto for the first time, like my dad, he just turned 64 on Saturday, and uh, he's getting into cryptocurrency. He actually has an open mind about it. And, you know, he sees Bitcoin, Solana, Ethereum, um, AVAX, DOT, uh, like, you know, the top ones. And he's, he's, he's researching a lot before he gets into it, but he's only research, um, you know, putting in like maybe like two, percent of his you know money right five percent like he's playing a very um risk averse and what what would you tell people are you more of like um uh, what's called like decentralized fucking maximalist where it's like no money fiat go all satoshis or do you have a balanced uh, accounts like what do you, what would you say about that it's about your optimization it's about your risk tolerance mm -hmm. and also i wouldn't when you're investing in the cryptocurrency, I wouldn't think about them so much as an investment. I would think about them more so as I am going into another world where I can buy products and services that I want to get that I cannot get with USD. And the more and more products and services are built online, which is inevitable, more and more of them will be sold using cryptocurrency. You cannot buy NFTs, most of them, some exceptions with USD, oh, right? You're buying them with, yeah, you're buying them with crypto 
to create a smart contract so that you own it in your wallet, right? I mean, this is the basis of, of cryptocurrency right. and, and, and these new paradigms. And so for your dad, I would tell him, look, you're, you're not in, don't think about this as you're investing like a stock. That's although there is thinking. price at, so yeah. people are looking at these currencies and they're, they're saying these are stocks that go up and down. Right. But in reality, what those, these are currencies, we're still at the currency stage. And these currencies simply allow you to buy things in a network. They are not, they should not be considered investment protocols, although they have characteristics of investment protocols, but they should be considered more so as like the digital world is expanding, more products and services are available and there is less supply. I mean, yeah, there's less supply and more demand. And that's why the price is going up these of these assets. And it's not so much of traditional stock where you're investing in a company because of its cash flow it's a it's a different paradigm and so i would i would tell him that you're going to want to buy products and services in the digital world and you're going to need to utilize these currencies at some point and it's very likely that the price will increase in the future Oh, and you should, but you you shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't buy it because the price is gonna you're gonna the price is gonna increase or decrease in the future. You should just buy it because you know you're gonna need this in the future anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And George, to to really stay on this like topic of, of I guess an older demographic, I actually wanted to ask you about that. So Blue World, I feel like target targets like an older demographic due to its I guess like stock market type features. Like my father personally, mm -hmm. I, I invested with him into Blue World and he understood it, the concept behind it, because it's not a JPEG like these other NFTs, right? They're they're actual businesses and companies behind these these NFTs. So what how do you feel about like this NFT specifically targeting um, the older demographic? I can say I think you can dominate that field. Uh, absolutely. And I think that where my NFT is, is different is that it's not so obvious in today's market yet what I did. And what I mean by that is we right now think about this. You go on coin market cap, there's 14,000 natively digital currencies making up a three trillion dollar market and now i'm going to ask the question what could ten thousand natively digital companies what can their market cap be and you might say what are the products and services they're selling you know who are they yet and what i'll say is they start off with the distribution built in and as the game progresses, they become more real. So it's almost think about it. It's, it's going backwards in time. If you start a if you start a company, you're going forwards in time, right? You're you're building your products and services. You're building your data set. You know you're you're getting older. Blah 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 blah. But in my world, it's going in reverse. You already started with the data set, and now you have to figure out what the heck your products and services are, what the heck your company is, and and how you can build sub NFTs against it how you can create a website to sell products and services to raise money for your parent company, maybe create a DAO structure for, for these virtual companies. Because if you own a virtual company and this is an asset class that's not worth 100 ETH, can you stake that to get real Ethereum without selling your company to reinvest back in the company? Absolutely, you can. And so to answer your question, where is the threshold going to be until these companies start looking more and more real, quote unquote, more and more real as to real means like what you knew in the past, similarities of what you knew in the past. 
And, you know, much like Bitcoin in 2012, you know, when I said that, oh yeah, it was obvious, so obvious already. I, I did a research paper in Tesla in 2013. I was like, it's so obvious. Wow. Uber and Airbnb in 2014. Wow. Oh, it's so Prodigy. obvious. You, did they, uh, what, what, what did they think about that? Like the people you're presenting it to, where they think you're crazy? Who? Did you think? Oh, I don't know. I assume it's like class project or something. No so. one. Oh, back in the, back in the, I don't say they're, no one really has called me crazy. Um, but what did they just like say like, oh, like, you know, because nothing George I say, nothing off. I say, nothing I say is irrational. Nothing else. I'm not, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, uh, not, not dumb. And I'm not, I don't like yeah. take any drugs. Honest, I don't yeah. do anything. <laughs> I don't really do anything. Nothing outlandish. No, nothing outlandish. I'm simply yeah. saying that these virtual companies are potentially going to have a, a really big market cap and I'm selling these NFTs right now at essentially a $3.6 million market cap, which is the total value of all the NFTs at the floor price. Um, if, if, you would have, if you would have told someone eight years ago, 14,000 digital currencies will be $3 trillion, the first, the first thing they'll ask you is, what the heck is a digital currency? And the second question is, how the heck does it get any value? It's fake. I mean, people still ask that. People yeah, still, people still ask every that. single day. I get that question. Exactly, it's it's three trillion dollars, and they still haven't grasped it. Okay, so that's why I'm not really looking to showcase it to everyone. Yeah, I already yeah. know what I did. I already know what I did. Awesome. I don't need to. I don't need to tell anyone. Oh yeah. I yeah. simply need to execute the product and engineering and design, and appeal to the people who do understand it and build from that dense foundation. Yeah. That's the key here, because I already know what I did. I don't need to go say, hey, can someone validate my idea? Can someone validate uh, my idea? I don't need to. You don't need to sell your idea, you just, you're just leading by example. Well, normally, yeah. think, about, think about a normal way a company starts and, and how people encourage you to, to operate. They say, go ask your customers, go ask them, like, you know, it's almost like the entrepreneur doesn't even know what the heck they're doing. They're just throwing things at the wall and saying, can you, can someone validate my idea about what I think is right? And albeit sometimes you can get success like that. If you're thinking about 10, 20 years and you're thinking about the absolute top entrepreneurs of Elon and, and Bezos, they don't think like that. And I don't think like that. I think about where are the graphs going? Where are the economic graphs going? What are all the things that are going to shape where the puck is going in 10, 20 years from now? And how can I start skating towards there now before anyone realizes it? Because as soon as people realize it and they're in, in a bigger position than you, then they'll, then they'll get there first, right? So you think about this, right? You're, if you're starting and someone's already ahead of you, you have to think about a way later position if you want to beat them to the punch. Because if you're always thinking about what am I going to do tomorrow or the next year, this guy's already in front of you and he's going faster. You'll never catch up to him. This is why no social media was able to beat Facebook because they, 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 they try to beat Facebook at their game and they try to go direct. And when you go direct on a, on a social media, Mark will copy you, take your best feature set and give it to his whole audience and do it for free and undercut you. I think that's something that Facebook's really, or Meta now, uh, is really good at is like, for example, um, TikTok came out and that was a big thing. I think they waited a little too late on that one, to be honest, uh, but Reels came out and then Reels are the primary way of growth on Instagram now. And then 
Google Short After, Google Shorts, and then Snapchat Highlights, you know. Um, so, you know, like, like the business game's ruthless, right? Um, now, I just want to go back to uh, Blue World. So, Blue World, it's digital companies, right? And you can put a name to it, and there's a certain niche and uh, everything to it. So, it's, all, it's a, like a real company. Um, I want to talk about real companies. Okay. You're the founder of Blue World and Blue CEO. I want to know. Blue, yeah. All right, Blue, yeah, there you go. Um, I want to know what company do you think that Blue resembles in the real world and what founder do you think you resemble in the real world? Uh, I hate the answer because I, I sound pompous. But, hey, uh, hey, you know what? You're doing I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly why though. Um, this is a parallel. I've built this, I've analyzed Elon for like eight, nine. I've analyzed almost every, every single successful person and I've taken characteristics of all of them. But in terms of who is the most spot on accurate about how to do proper business on a 20 year mission, it's, it's Jeff Bezos and Elon. I mean, if you look at the core fundamentals, huh? Yeah, like Jeff Bezos from e-commerce. Well, he just looked at a couple graphs about how the internet was expanding and how, you know, he could be the physical every, everyday store. And, you know, and with Elon, I'll tell you why Blue is most parallel to Tesla. It sounds odd, but, but it is. So what is Tesla? Tesla has consolidated energy, transportation, storage, and generation. But guess what Elon did? He did the hardest problem first, which is transportation. Energy generation is the easiest, and energy storage is the second hardest. So he started the energy problem with the hardest thing first, because he knew if, when I do that, the rest of the, all the dominoes will be done. And by the time I, by the time I get to this point, I'll have such a stranglehold on the whole manufacturing process of producing these and have, such, and have built such a great ecosystem around it, that it'll be impossible for anyone to beat me if I can execute it. And that's what he did first. And the same thing he did with SpaceX. He said, what's the hardest problem about going to Mars? Oh, it's landing a rocket. Head up. So he said, we're going to start there first. And that's the only thing we're going to do until we get that thing done. Because if I can't get that done, it's not going to, it's, it's, it's not likely that uh, I'll be able to get it done. I'll make a rocket. Yeah. (laughs) And so that's crazy. So watch this. So they did, he did transportation. Mm -hmm. So that's the hardest problem. So not just transportation, but autonomous transportation at scale, energy storage, which is mega packs and and, and power walls and, 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 uh, and what are they called? Power walls, mega packs, whatever. And then the last part is, you know, solar with generation. And so he now consolidated the whole energy, right? Which is just a, a flow of energy in the real world. What blue is, is a flow of energy in the digital world. And I did the hardest problem of blue first. And you might say, what the heck is the hardest problem about blue first? SMS and email marketing. And not just that, but conversational autonomy at scale. Yeah. I'm not talking about SMS. I'm talking about SMS, email, phone, live chat, Discord, Slack, anything with an API connection. Yeah. Autonomous conversations at scale where you can transact not just you know uh, conversational energy, but monetary energy. See, that's what I'm interested about is um, Blue is not just an NFT, 
right? It's, um, I mean, I, I saw officially when I first got on, it was uh, uh, 2.5 commissions on OpenSea were 0% here, you know, suck at OpenSea, basically. And, and then I, I looked at um, a VSL, and it was obvious like you, you knew what a VSL was and how to do that. And it's very professional, fucking most professional thing I've seen in the NFT space. But it kind of it resembled ManyChat to me, which we, we work on a lot. We work with um, celebrities and monetizing their social media through, we use automation like ManyChat. Mm. Um, and I, I, I guess, I think, I think most people, including me, uh, are a little confused on how is that related and like the ecosystem that Blue has. Could you go into like the ecosystem of Blue other than just the NFT? Yeah, watch this. All right, bet. I built the back end first, which is blue receipt. Blue receipt. What's the last thing that happens when you make a purchase? Okay. You get a receipt, yep. right? Yeah. I did the last thing first. Blue receipt. Wow. I I get that first. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. Now, every profile you have, think about Blue World is like you have a you have your own profile, your own social network. And then you have your company profiles, right? By, by the way, just, Every, just just want to say for a second, yeah. Blue World profiles is really fucking fun because you can name your so stuff. Dope. And oh, two, so better. better than better than OpenSea by far, or Immutable X. Oh, yeah. Just just wait, wait till the next. We're releasing new ones this week too. It's gonna get really good. Every single one of your profiles will have an ability for you to subscribe to SMS, email, and to and you could use Blue Receipt on the back end to talk to your customers at scale or your wow. followers. Remember, listen to this. The only people who can have a profile on Blue World is owners. That's genius. Every single person, owner <laughs> and company has all of these things in the back end with Blue Receipt, live chat, SMS, email, conversational autonomy at scale, forms, payments, Payments with crypto, payments, payments with with credit card, payments with whatever the heck you want with blue pay. Type form, which is like our blue, we call it blue form, which is <laughs> yeah, which is questionnaire. We have calendar, Calendly, which is called Blue Cal. Wow. So we have every single business software that you need for your business as an individual and as an entity, and we give that to you in this digital marketplace called Blue World. Guys, and by I'm, the way, we decided to just launch our own NFT project to start it off for the heck of it. Did wow. you do that for funding or you already had funding? We already had funding, but you know, it's also nice to, you know, raise, not raise, but like sell, you know, a couple million dollars worth yeah. and now raise at a bigger valuation. Because you know, when I was presenting blue, blue receipt and I was saying what we're gonna do in the future with blue in total, you know, you look a little like, oh, George, you want this valuation and what are the, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I believe you, George, but like, you know, I also got to present this to my LPs and, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm the idiot here, like, <laughs> I believe you, but like, yeah. you know, I all, you also got to think about me presenting to other individuals and I say, no worries, let's talk later. But look, when we talk later, the price is double. And because someone has to take the risk, right? So my, my first investors, they were like, yeah, what, how much are you raising? Okay, 100% done, all, all in. They're gonna they're get the benefit because they took, the, they took the risk. Yeah. They took the risk and they took the time risk too of, of when is what's gonna happen gonna happen potentially. 
I had that. But when it does happen, yeah. well, now we can raise it at a higher valuation and we can command terms. And also, I, will, I have a second NFT project in the back burner getting ready. So mm. I'm thinking to myself. Can you say I any can... names? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll just tell you what it is. Okay. Go ahead. We're going yeah. to use our algorithm to make every freaking market that you ever know. And the second thing we're going to do is the housing market. So you want to take over the world? Pretty. pretty. <laughs> I mean, look. Is, yeah. is that what I'm hearing? Basically, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much. What uh, I'm well, I, I want to be. Blue wants to be the connection between the nodes of all energy yeah. generation online. Awesome. That's, that's so much. So Tesla, Tesla yeah. is transportation, storage, and generation, and, and Blue wants to be that for the digital world. Yeah, and I have no oh, doubt. One hundred percent of it. I have no I, doubt. This. I, I don't know I mean, if um. Like, like there's there's gonna be a lot of um you know kids that are younger they're getting to NFTs for the first time and yeah. they don't know fucking anything they just, they just learned like oh this fucking blue monkey Jimmy Fallon bought it and maybe yeah, he yeah. resold it for like a hundred thousand dollars I want to get it yeah. and uh what one I do want to talk to you about that for one but two um I don't know if a anyone listening to this uh, understands unless you run a business yourself personally I run um you know four or five teams, celebrity teams, and you know, 20, 30 employees. And how important what George just said, he's basically replacing Stripe, Calendly, Clank Calendly, oh. a Slack, ManyChat, any automation software, any email, email yeah. SMS, and brings it into one place. I have, I've seen those type of platforms, but they all suck. Like they all, the, the UX is terrible. Yep. They don't look at the user um, in mind, and the user experience is terrible. Something about Blue that would really, really, really impress me just growing up on the internet online is the user experience was cleanest I've ever fucking seen, and it was obvious. It was engineered from the roots to the branches to be um, extremely simple, right? Um, did you have a, a philosophy around me, that? Me, what's crazy is I'll give you a little story. Um, Stripe recently changed their whole dashboard to be top bar and they stole it from us. And can, what I mean by can that you explain is, what that means to the viewers? Well, so they, so they had left bar on their navigation yeah. and they decided to make it so it's top bar now. So all the navigation's on top. And you might say, George, you know, that's pop, why, why how, you, why, why would Stripe pop <laughs> that's you? a big claim. That's well, big well claim. I know they did because they sent me a legal notice because no. we, we, they looked at a specific dribble piece that we had. It had a, a logo that was somewhat similar. They said, hey, can you just change that, that particular logo? And we're like, yeah, no problem. They're like, okay, it's good to go. But then I was like, then the, a couple, two days later, they, they, they did two updates back to back that was in this exact post they referenced. So it was literally the two pieces oh of thing that we created on our dribble, uh, on our dribble shot for our new dashboard that they did and they say oh well top bar has a better user experience in this way and by the way we discovered that the top bar fundamentally has a better user experience so we didn't we didn't we, we went back and forth on that for many things and it's not so obvious why top bar was better and in fact i thought left bar was better for a while because you know Shopify has it and stuff like that right but as you get the platform bigger and you start thinking about width and you start thinking about mobile and, and working on all platforms right. and, and all all sizes you come to find out that oh top bar is actually fundamentally 
better. There's some like fundamental aspects about why it's better at scale, especially when you have many products that Stripe does with 10, 15 products and with many products that we want to have 10 to 15 products. Interesting. So it's it, a long, yeah, go ahead. Is, is there any, is there any other companies or fucking, I don't know, whoever that are looking at you and they're saying, well, this guy's a threat. I'm going to copy. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't market. know. I just think we, we post a lot on dribble. Our designers post a lot on dribble. So you know, what, what is dribble for all the users? Dribble is just like, if you're a designer, it's your LinkedIn. It's gotcha. like your portfolio place. And we post a lot on there. And that's how we attract great talent as well to us. So it's a, it's a win-win. And it was just va very validating. It w I was, I'm not like mad at all. I, I was like, it was just very hey, validating to me. You, you felt like, honored, yeah. right? I was like, wow. Yeah, it felt like, you know, it felt like we, we, were, we, were, we were going in the right direction. We were being validated because when it took us two years to, man, continually refine like millimeters, like by the pixel. Think about this. A guy who's really good at basketball at Lifetime Fitness is not making any money. Mm. And but LeBron James is making a lot. And and what the difference is is like it's just millimeters, like millimeter. It's like as as you go along that curve, every single small basis point, not even percentage point, basis point starts to matter. And we've analyzed to the pixel, like to the one pixel, um, why something is fundamentally prettier or human, natural human experience creates the reason why that is more uh, usable. And so my methodology is always remove two, add one. And the second part is there should only be one button on any page and it should be one blue button. Nice. And that blue yeah. button, every blue button you press should make you money fundamentally. So mm -hmm. our goal is, Every button you press, it should, it should, in a way, it should be like cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Right. Yeah. Because you're doing an action that's going to produce you results. Wow. And that's our goal. That and reminds so, me of the, uh, the Shopify sound when you put it on your, uh, your phone. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, ching, ching. Yep. That, that yep. was so addictive. Holy shit. Um, wow. You, okay, so, so you've, you've definitely done a lot. You've said a lot. And yeah. you have a specific philosophy. Um, I just want to say... Because you you studied so many great minds and you've kind of like yeah. put them into you. I think I, I'm in, in a similar way as far as when it comes to marketing business. I mean, like two years ago, I was fucking broke, couldn't afford my rent. I was gonna be on the cold Canadian streets. Uh, mm -hmm. But through like mentorship uh, and these influences, I became just a totally different person uh, mm -hmm. on track to doing pretty decent things that you know my high school friends didn't think was possible. Um, but yeah. I wanted to know from you, there's going to be a lot of young people watching this. So what would you say to that 18 year old that just graduated high school? He says he's hearing college is a scam from Gary Vee on TikTok, and he's got a thousand bucks here about this NFT thing, which is pretty much me. Yeah, there you go. Matt's that's actually, <laughs> Matt, Matt actually, um, to, to work with us, he, he quit his yeah. job. He dropped out of college and, um, he's working for us full time. Um, what would you say to just the younger generation with all the lessons you've learned? Like, if you could distill it to like three things they should know today to like succeed in today's marketplace, what, what would you say it would be? Okay, um, my number one piece of advice is the biggest risk you could take is not taking enough risks when you're facts, younger. Facts, facts, facts. That's number one. The second thing is they should think in 10 year increments, mm -hmm. but act as if they need, to, they need to solve it today. So they should be, they should have this. They should have this duality. 
in mind. Like when uh, they should be thinking about their 10 year, but operating in a narrow window. Okay. So they should know where their 10 year is, but once they've already defined it in the day to day, they should be so narrow minded on, on executing whatever they need to execute upon. Like they so, see the macro just in like the long time horizons, but they, they, yep. they act in the micro like it was like day one, like they need to do this now. They, they need to start their initial fire mm. and let it burn. And the third thing I'll say is this current world we live in has so many fail safes for you yes, that yes. you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be scared. You know, as a, as a young person, you know, um, even quote unquote, being scared that you're going to live on the street. Trust me, you'll, you'll find you'll, your, your parents, if you don't have parents, a friend. I'd say I dramatize the story a bit, but um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm I tell. Right. Um, like for There's example, safety nets. I'm sure, I'm sure you get a lot of young entrepreneurs like I do, like reaching out to you in the DMs. And they're like, wow, like, how do I, how do I do this? And like, I, I do always say, just, just fucking take the jump. Like you see these people, these celebrities doing this stuff. You think you can't do it. You think you can't start a podcast. I mean, a year ago, I thought it wasn't possible to start a podcast with like a low budget like this. But then I realized the podcasts I listened to were about fun conversations, about learning. It's about, it's about the content, not necessarily having a huge set, but about the personalities on the podcast. And um, basically the big you know, shit that I had that I tell so many young entrepreneurs, which I don't think they take super seriously, is kind of like what you said, is take the risk. It's nearly impossible to fail in today's society. Even if you went to zero, there is a homeless resource center. Your parents could probably help you out. You have friends. The government, yeah. you, you won't fucking die, even if you went to zero. Um, and you know, credit, you know, there's credit forgiveness programs. There's, there's a lot of things out there that help correct mistakes. Mm -hmm. And the biggest mistake is being lazy, looking on TikTok, watching Netflix, and seeing all these people do these crazy things and say, I'm different though. Do you, do you, think, do you think people are right in thinking that? Like, or do you think there's, I think there's um, two different types of people. There's like growth mindset, and then there's fixed mindset, where it's like, you know you can learn and grow to a position, or you're fixed in a box. Do you have any theories about that? I'll take a step back. For people who are like totally at zero, let's say they're, they're yeah. completely at zero. Um, what's so strange is they resemble people who have unlimited money. Mm. And what, what I mean by that is like, in both of those two spectrums, you have no risk. Like you, you have really no, like, you, you really only have upside. You can only go up. You're already at zero. Oh, yeah. And so even if you go negative, ironically, it's almost a better position than being at zero. Like if you're truly at zero, it's maybe even more, it's even beneficial to be negative in debt than it is to be at true zero, because yeah. at least with some debt, you could take on more debt to try to get out of it. Whereas with zero, you might not be able to in a, in a kind of, Oh, I, I got what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And what I'll say to them is, um, you have to. I mean, Gary, be whatever. You know yourself, whatever. But, <laughs> but what that means is, you have to think about what do you want your day to look like. Instead of saying like, oh, "I wish I had money," whatever. I first asked them the question of like, "What do you want your day to look like?" And where do you want to live? Mm. What, what kind of person do you want to be with? 
Are you? Do you have a dog? Are you living alone? Are you living with your with your with your spouse? Kind of like reverse engineer your life. Yeah, you have to reverse engineer your exact life. Most people, I ask them the question like, okay, I give you, okay, I have no money, George. I'm like, okay, I'll give you a hundred grand in your bank account. What are you gonna do? And they're, I don't know. They're gonna buy a car. Yeah, and then I ask them, and then I'm like, then, then what's the difference? Then what's the difference between you being at zero? There's no difference because money is a tool and you just don't know how to use this tool mm. yet. And having money isn't gonna help you be better at using this tool. That's a bomb. That. No. That's a bomb. Yeah, love that. I mean, we've we've spoken a bunch about Blue World, about motivation, about everything. I want to know, I'm sure everyone wants to know, what's next for George Klein? I hope I said that right. Yeah. Right? George Klein. What's next for George Klein? I mean, there's a YouTube video. I don't know if you know, because um, I was, you know, researching Blue World. 18,000 yeah. views on the ultimate guide to your company, yeah. you know, Blue World. And, you know, your, your face is out there. People know who you are. You know, what's next for your, I guess, pers for the personal branding side of George Klein, right? What's next for you there? Where, where do you want to be? Uh, for personal brand, I I kind of enjoy being people knowing me only through someone else, and me just being private and only being known by the biggest people. So if I want to reach a big audience, I will just reach out to one person I'm connected with to go reach out to the public. But I really don't want to reach out to the public myself for now. And the reason is because it's just so much work talking to the public. And I, I really don't, I don't really enjoy, I really would just like to talk to big entrepreneurs and do uh, bigger deals within that network as opposed to, you know, talking to uh, end consumers. I'd rather let those individuals, if they wanna, you know, if they're personal brand influencers who have a million followers or something, they can communicate to the public and I could just be um, a liaison so for me, I want to continue building up my density. And I, it's interesting to me because uh, people don't see me as, a, as competition. They just see me as someone that, that can help them because of how many people are connected to me and the fact that I'm not taking their end consumer people that they're going after. If you're, if you're a, you know, a public brand, you know, your, end your end consumer is your customer, whereas that's not my customer. My customer is you. I'm trying to help you. And so I think there's a, a natural play there. I just want to continue that for right now. I want to double down. We want we need to ra raise a big investment round here, I think, for Blue. I want to grow the team from 18 now to 150 next year. Wow. Um, I want to, I think we're now with the position two years into it where we have a, an amazing foundation on the whole Blue ecosystem, continue to double down here and be more public, but not through, not through just me being a public personality, but by me positioning myself to the right people to gain density in a network. And so it's almost like maybe an end consumer can hear my name or something and whatever, and be like, who is this person? Like, it's almost like this kind of mysterious person. Right. But I only want to be known to specific people that I want to know me and continue to build this density more and 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 continue to build blue more and more and more and more and more and more and more until I feel like, ah, I don't think anyone could beat me anymore. And then I'll be public. There we go. So you kind of want to be the plug for now. Look, just, this is on a whatever. But I mean, the art of war is just like, you don't, the war, the best war, the best battle is the one you don't fight in. Yeah. I don't why That's if I'm public, 
that's a vulnerable position. It's a vulnerable position. So, 100%, yeah. That's fine. If we're not ready yet to appeal to the world, to the whole world. Okay, so then I have to continue building and I just build this density with layers and layers and layers and layers and layers. So that when I do pour gas on, on a burning fire, right. it can have sustainability. And you hear these stories about a company that gets huge, but most of the, most of the time it's, I don't wanna say it's luck, but it's, it's, um, it's survivor bias. And you don't take into account all the other ones that got messed up. Right. It's kind of like when you when you when you mint a, a public company or a giant company, um, it's just like the luck of the draw. It's just the natural distribution of of, the, of nature. Almost no big company between a billion dollars to ten billion dollars. I was no five hundred million to about a billion dollars. If you look at the CEOs, you ask them the question: Did you know precisely what this company was going to do five ten years ago? And I have almost never heard them say, I knew to the dot what was gonna happen. I, I knew, I from the start, from the beginning when I started, I had every single thing in the end planned out. The only people I've heard say this was Elon and Jeff Bezos. Those are the only two people I've heard with complete conviction and clarity on what economic graphs were going to the future and how they can reverse engineer and where they're going from this path now. Wow. And I just modeled that same process and I just added my own unique twist to it. Right. And that's just where I'm going. I'm going 20 years and I'm only in year two. And people are like, why don't you be public and do all this stuff? I'm like, well, I will, but not yet. <laughs> and people can meet me and they're like, oh, wow, you're, you're so well-spoken. I thought you're like a hermit or something like that. Yeah. My number one yeah. skill is business sales and marketing again, but I don't want to, you know, I haven't really used it. And I don't really want to use it too much. Um, besides just connecting with the right people, building up the density, building up the engineering team, building up the design team, building up more and more and more, building up the product so good where you're like, you, you almost like, why is this not marketed? I have to market this for them. Like that's the best, that's the best form. Tesla doesn't spend any money on advertising. And so if we main, if we st stick to these kind of ideas, if we get to where we want to get to at some point and we reach this breakthrough trajectory, then it's game over. Because as soon as the public knows about you, it, it has become game over. Like Tesla is unbeatable. They're the only company, and SpaceX, the only companies that are, I'm not, not just like, not even saying like no one, it is physically impossible to beat them. With unlimited money, you cannot beat them. Because what you would have to do is you would have to time a, a way 20 years into the future where technology is going to change for you to have a, an advantage over their current position. Yeah. And guess what? Elon's already thought even more ahead of than you in that position. So it's they're the only company where it's not even just like, oh, you just don't know the exact solutions yet. No, I've, I've seen that it is, it's physically impossible to do it because of the constraints of the physical world. It would take too long for for a, for a human lifetime, for for how long someone wants to work. So it would probably take 20, 30 years potentially. But in the digital world, things can happen much faster. And as soon as something takes a hold in the digital world, it could spread really quickly because there's very little um, moving cost. There's very little uh, you know, trans transfer cost, and there's very little loyalty. Like if I we have a better software than Clavio fundamentally. Mm -hmm. 
someone can switch tomorrow. And and when when people when more and more people switch, then it's like a falling knife. But with uh, the physical world, it's just it takes way more. Even if we had all all the all every single car being sold electric today, it would still take. I think the analysis was it would still take 15 years to completely sell out, to completely sell, and 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 have all the cars be electric. Because remember, you still have all those cars from the past, kind of. Yeah. It would take that long. Mm. How old are yeah. you? Twenty-seven now. Holy shit! Wow. I I get told um, that I'm the smartest guy people know, and I don't fucking compare at all to like <laughs> the what you said, your philosophy. You're very into philosophy and economics, and um, what was called reverse engineering. Uh, I see, and. I, I'm I'm just wondering. So you're you're so young, yet you're taking the most patient approach to your company as possible. That is what impresses me. Is because how do you, you, you gain that self-awareness? You could easily. You know, well, 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 I've, I've so already made money before this. Like before yeah. this, I was thinking tomorrow. You know, yeah. next week. Yeah. Until oh, okay. until I, okay, until cool. I had that position. So you, you you were a normal person. <laughs> now now you're. Uh, no, I, 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 I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was normal. I just had a different time horizon that I was optimizing against. Uh -huh. gotcha. If I can go back, I would probably tell myself, actually, what I'm telling myself now, because even if I wanted to get somewhere quicker, it was better to think in 20 years to get faster in the next year. It makes no sense because what can happen is imagine if instead of trading penny stocks because I wanted higher volatility, I just bought Bitcoin and forgot about it, I would have been in a better position today because time is going to move by anyway, mm. right? But I didn't buy really all my Bitcoin until like 2017, right? So, um, and now I'm, I'm thinking about reshuffling my whole Bitcoin portfolio because I'm noticing that uh, Bitcoin is going to get beat by not just, not just Ethereum, but probably like three to four coins in the next 24 to Which one would that be? ABAX, Solana? Uh, yeah, Ethereum for sure will flip it. Solano will probably flip it. If no one, no one's building with Bitcoin. You know, people have just heard it for so long. It's just the brand name. It's like the Coca-Cola of you know cryptocurrency. It'll, it'll, it'll be there if like you don't want to use your currency at all, and you want to have some sort of like more stable way of. Uh, transacting because of how much things were built against it in the past. But for now, um, I would, I, 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 don't know, I think it's good to restructure the portfolio. No, I, I think it's, I think it's clear cut. It's going to lose, not the right word, but it, the, if you're doing it for investment purposes and you you're thinking it's going to go up over time, then it's, it doesn't make sense to have Bitcoin unless you're thinking about having enough money to just, um, I mean, if you think about 20 years, I think Bitcoin is still actually the best play. Yeah. Funny enough. Actually, I if think you're thinking this, in three uh, to four years, it's not. Gotcha, yeah. I, I actually heard a statistic. Uh, you know Alex Kermozzi, right? I think you, uh, yes. you follow him. Um, he said one in a podcast about investing because, you know, he helps, you know, gym owners get from like zero to, you know, making 100,000 a month. And um, basically he says that, you should invest in the S&P 500 at least 10% of your money because, and just leave it there because apparently statistically 
the best performing um, you know gainers in you know like for stockholders uh, were people that just bought a stock fucking 30 50 years ago then they just didn't do anything with it they didn't fucking trade it they didn't swing trade it they didn't do anything and they became the most wealthy right um, so is that kind of your approach to coin investing and what would you tell like coin investors right now because there's a lot of meme coins you have the Shibas you got you know, doge coins if you do you think that's just a fad or do you think that you most people should invest like top 10 top 100 if most, most 20, of the if you have a 20 year horizon 50 year horizon and you're just thinking I'm going to take the income that I'm generating for my future kids and my future self. Right. I think you just stay Bitcoin. And, and wow. really I have, I have a friend, Colin, you know, who he has that, he has the optimization. And I said, I mean, you're spot on with that analysis. All I'm saying is in the next 24 to 36 months, it's going to get flipped. That's all I'm saying. But if you're saying what's going to happen in 20 years, I would, I would take Bitcoin and nothing else. If you're telling me, George, mm. you're going to fall asleep and you're going to wake up 20 years from now, what do you pick? And I'll say, oh, Bitcoin, but I'm going to sleep. <laughs> but if you're telling me 24 to 36 months and you know, my life's on the line, uh, I would say, I would say Ethereum and Solana. Oh. Uh, because, wow. but, 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 but here's the thing, here's the thing. The digital world moves so fast. Look, Solana just came out of the woodworks six months ago and it whoop, yeah right and yeah. it took over the developer community too so that's six months what the heck's gonna happen in 20 years it these these new blockchains are gonna you know they're gonna come in and out of existence really quickly new protocols you're gonna switch between them so quickly i i will never make i if you're thinking 10 20 years i would be hard pressed to pick anything other than bitcoin you would have to be you'd have to be if you no, you you shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't you should only say bitcoin if it's 10 to 20 years but if you're asking me 20, 24 to 36 months it's ethereum if you're asking me tomorrow maybe it's some random shit coin you see how the things it's kind of yeah. like saying you know uh, what kind of person do you want to be with well if it's a hookup right. you're you know you're it's, it's different right. on, a, on a different time horizon absolutely depending upon your time horizon you you're making you're making decisions and i just um but i will say if you just want to have a a good consistent life for the future and you don't want a lot of roller coasters even though bitcoin has roller coasters in it and you want to say how can i maximize my chances of being in the future without um as much luck for me to actually use my my uh, my skills to produce income for the future, I would say 100% Bitcoin, and I would not pick anything else. Wow, oh, nothing else. Hey, um, shit, man. This, this is a really think about this. You can go. You can go naked across across the ocean. Plug plug into any computer, enter in your secret key, and now you have your whole monetary savings account available for you it's incredible i mean that's i mean it's it's really crazy i mean especially um what's called like my mother she came from the philippines and she immigrated to the united states and uh nationally in canada but um a lot a lot of people from the philippines you know they they come to america because they're sponsored and then they go they take their funds like 30 percent of their funds 50 percent and then they send it to the philippines 
and there's usually fees attached. Yep. It's hard, transfer-wise kind of sucks in my opinion. There's a lot of problems and crypto solves a shit ton of it. Um, I do wanna I do wanna kind of go into your mindset because I think um, yeah, it's sorry. very particular. Um, you talk about timelines a lot. You talk about uh, just the time horizons and like this answer is for this time horizon versus this answer. Do you think that um, what's called the eighteen year old kid growing up just out of high school? Do you you know like George do you think that's George super important? Yeah, George in high school. Do you think that would be the most important lesson you teach him to get to your level faster? Well, when you when we're looking backwards from here to there, I can say, you know, if you would have thought ten years at that point or twenty years from that point, you actually would have gotten here faster than if you would have done it on a day-to-day -day basis. I think that's probably true. Mm. I would say I think that's probably true. On the other hand, I would say, how the heck would you know where to go in 20 years if you didn't have all those experiences? Exactly. Yeah. I would say is difficult. Now, now watch here. If I had this information today and I can give it to George at 18, I would he would he would have the insight on what to optimize on, on how to optimize for a 10-year horizon but george at that point didn't know and even though he knew so much information he didn't really sit down to define 10 20 years with as much specifics that i did um you know when i started blue and when i when i still do you know and if he did do that um he prop it would have been ah, man because it, it, it would have been painful you have to understand right it sounds like when you skip the when you skip the time it's like you don't even you don't even look at all the roller coasters in between that time you just look at here and here and, and then right. you draw the you draw the straight line so even though he would have got somewhere faster in four to five years it would have been more painful in those four to five years it wouldn't have been as enjoyable it's weird sure. Because uh, these I last two years, I could tell you, I could tell you, these last two years, I could have had a much more enjoyable life, but I didn't because I, I had to do this really difficult work for a future self of mine, because I already know, I already know where it is. Like every single day, I'm, imagine you have a GPS and you just have, it just says like, oh, T minus whenever to get to your destination. And like every turn you get, you're maximizing the chances that you're gonna to get to your own destination. So every day that's been going by in over these last two years and much more over the last six months, I just look at my analysis on like, oh, what is my probability of getting to my 20 year horizon? And I'm like, holy, it's increasing by the day. And so, and like, you might say, what the hell is the 20 year horizon? I'm telling you, I want blue to be every single transportation, storage and generation of energy in the digital world okay every <laughs> single one i was like you get into cars full too stop. full stop full stop like our own blockchain our own every single thing mm. um our own operating system our own our, like our own browser wow what, what wow. do you say to every, um... every single every single software in it I, I yeah. feel like you're the guy that um, vets his network very, very closely, and you don't let a lot of negativity get in. 
Um, I do know entrepreneurs as well as like myself and Matt uh, who get a lot of negativity on a daily basis like why aren't you having fun? Why aren't you coming out? Uh, live a more balanced life. You can't do this like this. You know, you can't be so intense about things. What do you say to those those type of people? Oh, well, I really don't. I really don't get that any, anymore. I get like, damn, it's crazy that you're doing this, and you and you know you're do, and you know you're you're doing it. Like, uh, you know you're. I think. I don't know, man. Some sometimes you, you do want to have. Sometimes, of course, you want to have fun in the moment, right? And sometimes you're like, sometimes you start questioning. Your 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 like primitive brain starts questioning. Like, no, you actually would you would get there faster if you just have more fun. And your other brain's like, I don't know about that. So it's like mm -hmm. this, this balance of like. And and sometimes it's true. Like in the moment, you probably would have gotten better in a short period of time if you had more fun. But there's something to having uh, intense pain for a prolonged period of time that can produce great work, but you don't know when it's gonna come up. So there was a lot of false starts in Blue Sea where I'm like, I think I think it's gonna blow. Oh, no, 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 it's not there yet. Uh -huh. You know, I thought I was gonna produce a world-class software in one year. It took me two, and even still, it's, you know. What, uh, <laughs> what, mis what mistakes, like if you were to start Blue today, what mistakes did you avoid? Or would you avoid? I guess the biggest ones. There's, would, there's a lot, right? Um, no, actually, there wasn't really many. Okay. That's what's crazy. Like if there was no, I don't think there was. A, I told you, it'd be tough. Questions. I don't think there was a way. <laughs> I don't think that I don't. I really don't think there was a way that we could have that I could have fundamentally discovered how I am designing. And, and structuring this factory, I don't know. I like even if even what I know today, even like gotcha. let's say I knew what I knew today, right. and I had to start from scratch. And you told me, okay, now build what blue is. And I'm like, ah, I it would it would it would take it would take me probably a year. Maybe I'll maybe I can shrink it a little bit. Maybe like instead of two years, maybe I could do it in like a year and a little bit. Um, but then you, but then you say you have to start at the same position you did then. Now, you just have today's information, yeah. and and even still, like I don't, mm. I don't think I lost, I don't think I lost so much time because I made up, I made up it here here quickly. Can you disclose what mistake you know like held you back? What's my mean? What's the main mistake? Man, I, I really not, not many. I really don't know. What it's a I, good thing. This is a good thing, George. Don't think this is a bad thing. No, no, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to really think. What the, <laughs> I, I, I'm I giving you hard questions because okay, you're, okay, uh, okay. you're a smart I think guy. I'll tell you what the main mistake was. I'll tell you what the main yeah. mistake was. Um, probably keeping the girlfriend I, w I was with. Ah, <laughs> Again, because because not only not only it all comes out. This monumental, difficult problem, but I. You know, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't solve, you know, ha helping, you know, um, making someone else happy in a relationship yeah, because of how yeah. much I was working. And yeah. I thought I could do both at the same time while knowing I couldn't, but also knowing I didn't want to lose it. Right. I think I should have um, 
made that made the decision earlier instead of instead of kind of waiting um because it was just like i had to solve both problems at the same time the whole time so that kind of like that's really emotionally it, taxing that was that was yeah i think that was yeah but 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 here's the ironic part you might say like what is the chances you would have you would have continued to do this without a girlfriend and i would be like damn i don't know because then i would have more fun then i then i would have been like well i gotta go out and then i go out and then i'll just oh this is so fun oh i can make so much more money being fun and now i'm not and now i'm not in pain mode so in a way I, i in a way i wanted the pain i wanted to feel like if i can even go through this stuff if i can go through the hard shit today everything will be i mean when the real when the real hardship comes i would have already built that emotional muscle that things won't phase me as much yeah. you know it's almost like you know stage fright you know you just you it's like you build some kind of emotional muscle of of pain tolerance and and the last 2 years very high, like very 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 high pain tolerance to the point where i'm like a lot of times especially in january of of 20 21 yeah january of this year i looked at we we spent the year on blues right and i looked at what we had and i was like fuck we're like like we're like we still got a long way to go like it's not it's not it's not world class yet but then over the last three to six months i'm like holy (laughs) it's going like now it's like going much faster than i expected i'm like how fast can we build a marketplace 30 days holy and 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 it's 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 this kind of curve so and i by the way and i've always said this i've always i knew it was going to happen but you see when you tell when you tell normal when you tell when i tell my girlfriend or i tell someone else they 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 believe me because they're like i know george but he's he is this guy but it's like how long do you wait like it's like you know he's saying this stuff but like when do you say enough is enough and for me i'm like never yeah and they're like (laughs) well fuck you know what so when I'm legit about it, I'm like, well, when do you, when, when do you, I'm like, no, never. And so when you're like, ah, uh, mm, do I really want to do the, the, the never part? Like, eh, you know, yeah. Probably wow. big, big old ship. Um, That's interesting. actually same thing, same thing with my, our lead designer. Well, he, we actually separated, separated ways, um, this last weekend. And you know, now we have the, actually it was a good, it was a good thing. Same thing with my girlfriend. It was, it's a good thing because it allowed who's now supposed to come into my life and who now is leading the design team, which was a second in command, you know, and he's taking much more responsibility and I'm taking much more responsibility for my life than when I had a girlfriend, because I was thinking about, she could say I was always thinking about me, but every decision I was making was also taken into account her. I just didn't have enough time with her or emotional time yeah. to, to express that. I, so yeah, the biggest mistake I would say is, I really this is such a good thing though like not knowing what mistakes you made because you know you just worked so hard to make it perfect no like, I literally no. I, I can you can say like you okay you go back George and you can use today's information to do the thing in the past and I'm like dude I, you, I you, know, you know what's interesting is um, the majority of people uh, that are starting up right now which I want to put a huge emphasis on uh, they, they think that the problem is tactics. They don't have the skills, they don't have that. Um, I found in the last 
a couple of years uh, just going through this journey. I, I, I wouldn't even say I'm successful yet, um, but I'm, I'm getting there. I'm on the path. Uh, the p- biggest problem we have in our lives is other people, not necessarily skills as the network and the connections in your life. It's interesting that you said um, the problem was your girlfriend and I guess the emotional strain and the taxing on that and not your team and not the product. That's interesting. Because, because those things are givens and the relationship was not supposed to be a given. Like what I mean by that is like, there's people crying to me every single day all the time, but, but, but those are expected things. Right. Whereas why the heck would I want to, you know, it's like, you know, it sounds ironic, but like, why would you expect or maybe, 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 maybe it always is. I don't know. I really, you know, but you know, normally in your expectation, it's not to have that kind of relationship where it is uh, a problem or mentally taxing. It's supposed to be like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I just know that for me, for, for who I am in my life, until I meet someone that I want to have kids with, like right away and I'm ready, it just doesn't make, it doesn't make um, sense for me to have a committed relationship because you become I become emotionally invested and then I cannot serve what I'm really looking to serve here and also now I know who I want to you know uh, the the type of person I want to have kids with and um, yeah there's just there's actually that gives me that that gives me the ability to not be more emotionally invested in in so these so these downfalls you pretty much turned into opportunities which is, which is it's a huge it's which is a huge gap that a lot of people don't capitalize on they let the downfalls just keep da- falling down falling down and then and they label themselves yeah. like a loser or an introvert and it's inspiring and they, to see that yeah, yeah. It's inspiring to see that you've overcame that and even though it's oh, not not overcame i would say those are those are the those are reasons why yeah re- yeah because sure. yeah the yeah those the, the the hard moments or whatever those are the opportunities for you yes. to utilize as your story. Think about every every single person who's had a success story. If they don't have a failure story, they're not even as likable. Mm-hmm. That's facts. So it's not relatable. If you want to have a success story, if you're if you're crying to me about how bad your life is, I'm like, oh my god, you're the perfect candidate. <laughs> you know, it's like the worst, yeah. the worst, the worst your current position. Oh. Wow, that's that's a, that's gonna be a great. Story. That's so crazy. How bad? Like, how bad is your current situation? Tell me more. Like, oh, is it really that bad? Or are you like kind of messing with me? Because I, I really, I, you know, I hope it's like really bad. I hope it's like really, really bad. Because yeah. it's gonna be a great story. That's hilarious. It is. That's and crazy. Like, no, it's it's actually not that bad. You know, not really. Like, like, well, I, you know. I mean, yeah, I actually, you know, like, like when, when we, uh, like shit's tough, like I, I'm, I'm still, this is my side gig, you know, I still have like main teams handling all that, all these employees. Um, I, I think that as well. I think like, holy shit, like this is hard. Imagine I overcome this, this would be a great story. Or it's yep. like, I have another frame that's like, oh, God's testing me right now. Or someone's fucking testing me right now. I'm supposed to feel challenged. I'm supposed to win here. Yeah. Right. Well, a quote, a quote I like to live by is like, a moment of pain is worth a lifetime of glory. So, you know, like, a, a, a moment on a, the lips, a lifetime yeah. on the hips. 
<laughs> whatever that means <laughs> yeah but you know um, a little a little bit of pain in your life it, it can it can show you it can show you you know endless possibilities and i think that's you know what george has capitalized on and why he's so successful today that's crazy so honestly, yeah i mean the whole successful part i don't know man i just not yet <laughs> no you, no no you I, you have a vision and you haven't reached it yet yeah yeah I think oh yeah it, it's it's more so like just beginning I already i already already know who i am i don't really need anyone to tell me who i am i don't really need anyone I've already, there's very few times where I'm like, oh, wow, I really didn't know that about things. Um, so really for me now, it's just about like, just driving the car. I already know the directions. Mm -hmm. So, and people are like, don't you want to take a pit stop here? And you want to, I'm like, what you want to go over there? I'm like, oh, no, I, I, I really already, I already know where I, I need to go. And I'm just going there. And, you know, I can say hi along the way and and stuff like that but i don't know the reason why i'm doing this is because i don't know i think an obligation and like because i have the potential to do it that means i should try to do it definitely you know if you're like if you're the most talented physically gifted kind of uh, person for basketball you should probably give it your all at basketball so it's, it's almost a disservice if you don't to the people yeah, that yeah. like would watch you or or yeah. for the people for you it's like for the consumers and the investors, it's almost like you have a moral obligation. Like, I, I can make the best product. Why am I not giving these people the best product? They're, they're using an inferior product because I, you yeah. know, did put my balls on the line. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty right. You know, in my last company, people were like, "Oh my god, I did ten million dollars this year," and for me, it was like, I didn't feel really any type of way because, for me, again, this I pump whatever. It was like a Sunday <laughs> stroll. It was like a Sunday stroll. I was like, you know, it wasn't really, it wasn't really. It wasn't that challenging. Blue. No, no, it wasn't at all. But with blue, mm. holy shit. Like, <laughs> my God. So what's funny is because I know how difficult it really is to build a factory to do this. Um, then I, then I'm like, oh, oh I'm going to do what you, oh, Good luck. Good luck to you. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a long, painful journey, if you want to do that. Yeah. Wow. But you, most people. But most people don't want to do. It. They want. They want to make something quicker. And I'm like, oh, if you want to make something quicker, I can show you how to do it in seven days. Mm. You don't have to spend two years to do it. They're like, what? If you can make this in. If you can make your exact software in in a week. Why? Why would? Why would you do it in two years? Okay, you can build one car. But how the heck are you gonna build five hundred thousand on a production line every year? Yeah, you're creating like a system, a software, a framework. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like they're not they're not the same thing at all. Like they're just they're fundamentally completely different. And when I try to explain this to people, they they kind of get it, but they're also like you know, it's because you can't see it. Like imagine. If you go into someone's garage and they're building a car, okay, you can fundamentally understand how that how that's different than going to Tesla's factory and seeing the robots and automation across, you know, hundreds of thousands of square feet, right? You'd be like, do you see the difference? No one's gonna say, no, I don't see any difference. Bruh. <laughs> no one's gonna say that. You know, no one's gonna say that. I... But when you're talking about like I'm building a software. How the heck am I gonna explain to this person that like, no, it's not just me in a garage making one little car. I'm actually developing a, a, a factory 
And while we're building the factory, we're also prototyping at the same time to fit into the parts when we mass produce it. To them, it looks nearly the same, right? To so them, it's, it's indistinguishable. It, there's yeah. no difference. But to me, I know what the heck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But again, you, where is it? What's taking so long? Like, I can have a prototype for you tomorrow if you want, but like, I'm building this factory. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? We need one car, bro. Where's the car? We need to drive. Like, uh-huh. I know you need to drive tomorrow, but like, you know, but I need well, a well, But I'm trying to make car. a whole fucking country drive, not just you. Yeah, and so our design language, which is, we're on V3 now, but we're, long, we're, we're in the midst mm-hmm. of designing V4. V4, I mean, just let me tell you how powerful V3 is compared to V2. All right, go ahead. Okay, um, V2.4 fundamentally beats Clavio, which is about a three, what is it now? I think 10 billion maybe? No, I gotta look again. Oh, it's very popular, I know that. $10 billion company, 10 years old. Fundamentally beats a 2.4, mm. 3.0, 3.0 is so powerful. We built Calendly, Typeform, Intercom, uh, like whole, whole yeah. platforms in one day. Like we designed it whole in one day, Holy not shit. copy and paste, but structurally in our own system. Like from first principles. Yeah. Wow. And V4, and V4 is gonna be a consolidation across all parts, which are now everything, not just Blue World, but everything consumer facing. So think about it, we did all the backend stuff, V3, V3 crushed the backend stuff. Like, so with V3, we can make any fundamental business software hands down better than anyone for, for, for consumer, for, for um, backend on, a, uh, on an outbound marketing aspect. It's, it's a narrow, narrowish field. Um, with, with the V4, it'll consolidate the marketplace and everything alongside um, the digital front facing front facing software. And I think by V by V by V5, you know, everything that I see, I should be able to, I can take a so I can look at a software, and I should be able to fundamentally redesign it in five minutes. And we should be able to engineer it in under a week. I'm talking about billion dollar companies. They should be done in a week. That should be the that should be the the, the cadence yeah. of production in our that factory. Be the standard. Yeah. yeah. And every single day we'll be like, here's a new here's a new hey new business platform. And we could say I can take a look at it in five minutes and I can say this was the only thing that was fundamentally different. Right. Yeah. Okay, we'll take that aspect and the rest of it is, is, is thrown away. Okay, here's another software. I go through, oh, here's the, here's the two things. Oh, we don't have those two things. Those are good features. Okay, plug those in. Are they fundamentally different? Uh-huh. Like calendar is fundamentally different from a form. No, okay, swap. Okay, reviews. Oh, reviews and surveys. Okay, those are the same. Uh-huh. Yadpo, SurveyMonkey. Okay, right. combine them together, re- reimagine them like this. Boom. Okay, so. Do you have a specific question that you ask yourself when you do that process? Are you like, because because I think in a similar way in regards to influence, like I see a sales page, a video, an ad, or anything like that, I'm like, okay, authority, social proof, credibility, whatever story here, 
And I kind of like, yeah. I can take uh, across the traits, the good and bad. I can pull the yeah. good, take away the bad. And yeah. I, I really like that. Is there a certain question that you're like, you know, if we were to make the, you know, the best software to like fit all of our consumers' needs, or I guess the best one possible, uh, what, what would it be? Is that the, a kind of question you would ask to your team? Um, or would you ask a different question? Well, I, I design, I'm the lead, I'm the CTO, lead okay, designer. Okay, so yourself. I'm like everyone. Yeah. Wow. And then I, I'll put in, I'll put in the explicit commands on, on like what needs to be executed and they'll take the the system that I've built out to execute and iterate upon it in, in, a, in a sequence that should produce uh, an outcome that we're going for now. And now I don't even need to even look at the design team very much anymore. Um, um, okay. When I look at a when I look at a software, I'll ask myself, how does it how does it make money for the user, or does mm. it save it time? Okay. If if the answer is this software just saves the user time, like my buddy Zev, he owns ClickUp. Oh, uh, ClickUp, yeah. He own, he just raised a four hundred million dollar round. ClickUp wow. is the parallel company to Blue, so they do everything that saves time. Mm -hmm. I do everything that makes money. So I'm the inverse ClickUp. That's wow. phenomenal. That's the best way to think about it. And you know, every every question I ask myself is, does this button make some does this button make someone money? If the answer is no, it should be deleted. Mm. So extreme minimalism is kind of like uh, yeah. philosophy you live by. I mean, it should be like you should be able to build a billion dollar company with like five clicks of a button. It sounds crazy, but like you could turn on a whole device with unlimited potential in a button, right? So it's, it, these things are possible once they can compress. Whereas ClickUp, when, what Zeb asks himself, probably, I don't, I mean, I talked to him, but I don't know, I didn't ask him this particular question, but what he probably asks himself is, does this button save people time? Does this organization of the interface save people time? How many buttons do they have to click to get to their desired outcome. Yeah, yeah. And, and if the uh, answer is, if so, the least amount of button clicks to your desired outcome is the optimal state. And for us, my 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 my, when I know blue has really won is when a little kid clicks one button that says press play, and his whole life journey is available for him to start playing. Whoa, look at that. Where <laughs> that he has. A computational device and just like starting a computer you just uh -huh. press play and I put you through almost like a, like a dialogue seek like a like a like a tree kind of like a video game kind of like a video game to build your life the way you want and I also give you this God perspective for understanding the maze so not only are you here but you understand here so you're here wow. you're always here working in your dialogue tree, yeah. but you could you can look at it. You can look at yourself from this third-party perspective, and you could see all the different trajectories you could take. And you could say, "Oh, oh, I don't I actually don't like this trajectory I'm on. I could just switch the trajectory," because you already know what the outcome is going to be. I've already decided that for you. That idea. And I just have all the software to make that happen. Yeah. Meaning, all you have to do is just tell me what path you want to go on. Go on that path you'll make money for, for, and you'll have the qualities that we've already decided were gonna happen if you do those certain things. Wow, that's amazing.
That idea kind of just blew my mind there, just the fact that you could even fucking do that. So, so you're talking about yeah, you're, you're in the bird's eye view in the sky while like still being in the trenches and having both uh, views kind of simultaneously like that. Yeah, I mean, but but you see here, the, the only way we can do that is if I solve the whole puzzle and then I and then I create it for you, them you all. Gotta, you gotta find the end goal and then you gotta deconstruct from there. Yeah, I have to go through every single possible combination. And then when I reach the end, I can go compress it all the way back and I can give them, here's where this ended up. Here are all the characteristics that happened when you go on this path. And, you know, imagine you're playing this game. Just, just hold on, just imagine in the future, you're playing this game, you download blue, you press blue. And you know, ask a question. It gets to know you. Then it, it kind of gives you a third-party perspective, and it says, "Okay, you say, okay, I want to pick this, this path." And then it'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to say, "You know, how much do you want to know about what's going to happen?" And you can elucidate how many things you want to know. Like, what is it? Like, how much am I going to make? And it'll tell you some ranges, and depending on, it'll tell you ranges on what can happen if you do certain things. Um, it'll give you more context as you start playing the game. I mean, think about it. It's almost like a good counselor, right? A good counselor would be like, oh, you, if you take on, if you, if you study this, you're going to make 60 to $80,000 a year. If you do this, if you do, like people tell you these things in real life, right? So this isn't, this isn't so shocking. What I want to do is I just want to make it actually accurate and, um, and close the loop. So when you're playing this game, you're not, you're never in a position where you're like, I don't know what's going on. You'll always know what's going on and you can always make a decision to move, but you still have to do the work. So the work isn't gonna change. It's just that you'll have more context about what's gonna happen when you do the work and what you're gonna probably achieve. Some, it's gonna be a probability. You can't, we can't 100% decide, of course, but we'll have more. And the more you progress along the game, the, the, the probability also gets shrunk into predict accurately what's gonna happen. Wow. I mean, in a way, play God. I mean, think about it. If, you're, if we're born into this world, we start playing this game called life, and we provide value to other humans, and we earn points in our bank account on a ledger, and then we use those points to exchange value with other human beings that they've produced value in this world, and then we build a quote-unquote life that we want to live. And that's, that's life, the game of life. Mm -hmm. So there's no, reason, there's no reason why I can't do that. Again, that's fucking insane that you just broke that down right there. I'm I'm an enormous fan of gamification and just like making. And I hope it, it's me and not I'm, Mark Zuck. And I hope it's me and not Mark Zuck because I don't know if I, mean, I don't know if he too. has the best optimizations about. I don't know. I don't know. I. He's he's very very sharp, but also, I don't know. I think it's more competition. I have I respect for him for for what he's done, of course. But I also don't want to appeal to every human being. When I say everyone everyone I want gotcha. I, so I so I actually have to want you to be on our stuff um, that's not gonna be the vast majority of people um, I Mark appreciate Zuckerberg, getting an invite though. thank you <laughs> no it's because it's because look some people you cannot help absolutely yeah. they, they have to they have to Definitely agreed. they have to convince themselves that they want to be helped and 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 at some points they're not in that position and in fact, they don't even want to hear that from you now. So, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or other people can, can handle them. Um, but I want to just, again, same thing I told you before, just focus on the density of the people who density. I really want to, 
want to help and through that density oh, i have a five-step process number four in my five-step process is remove refine consolidate automate remove is the number one thing on step four wow continually remove so i remove every single day people who follow me every single day mm, interesting I, every single day i remove now now i'm private because so many fake, fake people are but like every yeah. single day you just it's like it's like you have a lawn and there's weeds growing right yeah you don't pull them out they're gonna keep i mean they're only gonna get worse they're only gonna get worse i mean they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna transition over i do want to ask um, because because we we do need to wrap up here because yeah, 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 I, like, I I mean I would let you for, you for go us, yeah I'm, I'm, talking, I'm, I'm the exact same that. way I just I'm listening yeah. I'm just fucking learning. Um, yeah, we is there certain mistakes because because you, you're uh, you said you're lead yeah, developer right? right? Um, are there certain mistakes that develop you see developers make today that um very common like top three mistakes that they oh, could avoid yeah. but they don't? What what yeah. what are you most frustrated at when you look at like today's developers? developers well I mean Elon I took this from you this is a copy and paste from what Elon said but it's 100% accurate which is developers sometimes optimize mm. things that shouldn't even be there okay can you, can you give me so time? they'll start working on something and they'll start like tweaking it and making it better and better and better and better and then I'll come over and I'm like they're like I think I'm getting it pretty good I'm like no just remove it and they're like I spent all this time <laughs> doing it I'm like yeah 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 but like remove that don't even do that and then they get so, to like sunk cost no it's it's kind of a little bit but it's more so like the first one of the first questions you should ask yourself is should i remove this before like ask yourself that question before should i make this better should i remove this is a better question to ask than should i make this better should i subtract instead of should i add yeah uh, you know remove two add one remove two add one mm. we just i just just play that game over and over again. It's almost like the 2048. Remove two add yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same game. Remove two add one. Remove two add one. Remove two add one. I we did this with the design. I don't man. The reason why the design is so good, it's written in. I, I've said this before. This is kind of a really funny one. Mm -hmm. It's written in binary. Ones and zeros. I wrote my design language in ones and zeros. You might be like, what the hell does that mean? I have no design. I have no design skill. And my designers don't speak English. So oh, we designed with yes, 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 no, 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 yes, yes, no, no, yes, yes, no, yes, yes, no, yes, no, yes, 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 I'm telling you, V4. I'm telling you, it's 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 on the precipice <laughs> of beating iOS 15 and, and Apple. No, I can't even believe it. it. I can't even believe. It. I'm so, I'm literally stunned. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> like, I don't even think there's that many. I think they're like V5 and a half, maybe. I we can, like so they're not. We're not there yet because there's certain you know interactions in specific uh, spaces and whatever, whatever. But in terms of 2D design for business, I mean, I I think. At the current moment, fundamentally, we are close to being number one. Wow. I swear to God. Like, I, like I, even I being Apple? Every, 
Holy fuck. Like, I'm no. telling you. Do you ever I'm just make you. something and you're like, holy fuck, I just changed the world? It's, no, it's getting, just it's, it. getting to, it's getting to those millimeters where you're like, you know, like every little millimeter. Like, of course, there's, like, they did so much. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm beating them in terms of like the total production of what's available. Of course I'm not. saying yeah. the fundamental the little, little um, precision that could be amplified with enough, um, with enough throughput now. And I'm looking wow. at it on a more fundament, on a fundamental basis. Oh, it beat the shit out of shit. Beat the shit out of Stripe. I'm telling you, it, it mm. beats Shopify. V2.4 beats Shopify. Yeah, so Shopify is built into Blue, like e-commerce. Just well, blue, e uh, blue is built in Shopify. Oh, okay. So you guys still use Shopify API? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. but look, they're a 50, look, they're a 15 year old company, 200 billion dollars. Okay, so it's not so obvious how I beat them. Okay, it's like this. Yeah. Even if you beat them on software, it'll still take you 10 years to take all their customers. So what, you're, so what you're saying, George, is that your success is pretty much inevitable with Blue World because it's practically impossible to copy anything that Blue World is doing from like Man, anyone. If you want to, fuck, if you actually want to copy <laughs> Blue World, I couldn't do it today. Yeah. So. And I can look at almost any software and be like, oh, I could do that pretty easily. Or I'll know how to do it. Maybe not, maybe it's easy, but I'll know how to do it. Right, I yeah. will know. I will know the path to figure it out to do it. But I am telling because <laughs> I don't V five is pretty crazy, yeah. V four. I don't know how you would do it because yeah. anything you see is nothing about what's really important. Wow. What's really important is how we fundamentally, from the ground up, rebuilt an algorithm to create any market, and all I have to do is model any market I want. Like, hey, um, take our algorithm and model uh, the wine market. And I can create a distribution. I mean, I could, I could, I already know how to do this. I've already scoped this out. So, but the key was the mathematician I was working with. And, you know, we simply discovered this. I mean, this was because you, I was trying to solve conversational autonomy, meaning I was trying to solve how do we have conversations at scale and I was weird. I was looking at this like error, error correcting neural networks, and you know it was taking ideas from Tenant about reverse time and, and, and time dilation, and those ideas in neural networks. There's these things called error correcting neural networks, and then you know Alan, uh, my mathematician, he was solving. He was doing you know bot trading algorithms. And I said, oh, Alan, why don't we try, you know, because he was so passionate about that. He wasn't working as much as I wanted him to. So I said, you know what, I'll just support your thing. Why don't we treat the market as a conversational autonomy mechanism and use these neural network correcting codes to um, recreate uh, these markets and see if there's, to see what the secrets were of generating them and where we can find the computational reducibility in them. If there is any computational reducibility, where is it? And we can find the edges within any market to extract from 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 individuals in a marketplace. I mean, mm. that's what trading is. Um, and as we started rebuilding from the ground up, I started saying, "Oh, I can use this for." And I was already thinking about creating uh, NFT, ten thousand NFT idea collections and distribution of outcomes and all these different things about, you know, what Stephen Wolfram says is kind of like this, these hyper graphs and. The only thing that matters is the relationship between individual things that creates the value within the network of things. These are all like really 
esoteric kind of things, but the basic yeah. concept is value is created through the differences of different, through the differences. Mm. If you go on OpenSea and you look at the floor of, of Blue World, it's sorted by seed all the way to public. So like, how do you know what they were gonna do before they did it? Right. And they don't even know yet what I did. Wow. But I already know that they're confirming what I already knew they were gonna do. Wait till I tell them exactly what it is. And then that'll confirm them to go back and recalibrate the market correctly. Shit. I'll be honest, we'll probably have to watch this interview again just to understand yeah. everything yeah, I, mean, I would, I would say. say that, I would say to anyone, you know, trying to recreate the fundamentals about what makes Blue World, what is gonna make Blue World special? Good luck, because even when you see everything, you have seen nothing. It's <laughs> when you, when you, you have that face. <laughs> I really don't know how you do it. I'm serious, like I, I wish. Awesome. I, we, we appreciate for, you, you telling your competition. We appreciate telling you your competition how to, how to copy you, as, as you can. That's fine. <laughs> good luck. I mean, I would I would say good luck because, look, you can copy me. Just 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 um, figure out how the stock market, um, does what it does and recreate it from scratch. So what's the whole terminology between if Robinhood and OpenSea had a baby? What 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 do you what do you what do you mean by that? Because I I see you're like pushing that kind of, mm -hmm. that mantra out. I guess. Yeah, I think that's a good way of people, conceptualizing what we did, right. because you. When you go buy a, a stock on Robinhood, you're not getting a physical certificate of a stock anymore, right? You're mm -hmm. buying a graph. You're buying a visual graph, are you not? Yeah, you are. Yep. And you're playing this game of you're paying you're playing this game. Is it gonna go up? Is it gonna go down? Yeah. How, how I see it's like um, you put your money in an elevator and the elevator goes up and down, up and down based on market conditions, and you choose when to pull out, right? Uh, and how long you put in that elevator. I do I do want to ask, I do want to ask, um, mm -hmm. because I do, we do need to cut, <laughs> cut, cut yeah, this, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, Blue World, with all its success right now, uh, it's nowhere near what it's going to be in a year, three years, even 10 years. Where do you think Blue World's going to be in, you know, those time periods? Well, I mean, if you look at the Central End, if you look at Sand, if you look at these games, if you look at Axie Infinity. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, all those games are very big, but in a way amateur. Like in a way, if you if I saw it ten years ago, it wouldn't have impressed me. And today, it only impresses people because of how much money it makes. Yeah. But yeah, you forget that fundamentally, it's a it's very amateur still. Like. Now that I'm in crypto the last 30 days, I look around and I'm like, competition is very, very low here. <laughs> like there's not, a lot, there's not a lot of people here. In fact, billion dollar companies in crypto were started today with 10 to 15 people. So do, you, do, I, do I think we can, we can do it? Yeah, I'm looking at it and I'm like saying, holy crap, like the competition is nowhere near the difficulty of what it took me to, like, you gotta think. How the hell do you beat a ten ten billion dollar ten year company in a year and a half like Claudio and Mailchimp? Like, you know, and that's what I was that's what I was competing against. And now when I'm coming here and I'm like, George, how do you think you're gonna compete against like you know J 
Joe Schmo who's launching his NFT collection. I'm like, <laughs> uh, you know, like it's, oh, how are you gonna market it? How are you gonna create, how are you gonna create crazy? I'm like, dude, like, I'm, I, already I'm just, gonna, I already know what it's gonna do. Like, I'm not even worried about it. I'm built different. Got, it's just like, we're better. We just need, well, we just need to execute design and engineering and we need mm. to ship out the things that we've already designed out that we know we want to do. We need to ship out the staking, the blue points, the trading, the candles, the order book, the, the volume, the ability to boost up your company, the ability to edit your pages even more, the ability to have great discovery. Like there's so much for me to do. Mm. There's so much for me to do still that am I concerned about you know, little things like, hey, who, which B-list celebrity should we pay thirty, forty thousand dollars for to promote so we can sell out quicker? No, I'm not concerned about that. Nice. Because wow. your time horizon is like 10, 20 years. It's not. Well, actually, no, 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 no. In blue time, it's quicker. In blue time, blue time. Blue it's like dog years. Yeah, I know. I know uh, it's blue time. They have the projections are like twenty twenty five on every. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Watch this. Watch this. Even if you <laughs> even if you recreated the stock market from scratch, you would have to then figure out what I figured out, which was, no, 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 you can't just even recreate the same kind of volatility, but you have to do it 48 times faster, but then you have to take it to account of carrying capacity over a long-term horizon, depending on how long you want your game to last. And you got to take into account like all these different things if you want your game to last over two to four years. So yeah, good luck. Uh, (laughs) I mean, go go ahead, please try to, in fact, please copy it because if you copy it, that just makes me more, that just makes you're doing something right. It means you're doing something right. Well, not, wow. not only that, because it gives more, it gives more value in the network. The more people that copy punks, the more the punks value go up. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, so basically, to, to everyone trying to copy Blue World, please um, copy me. What George, is, what George is saying is oh, like, do it, <laughs> do, fucking do it, try, try, but you can't. No, I want you to do try it. Try him. I bet you. I will yeah, pay we you. can't. I will pay you to do it. <laughs> I, 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 I think that's um, do it. that's interesting. That's like that's a sign of a good entrepreneur because I see a lot of entrepreneurs that just like they hold their secrets they hold everything that keeps well, them well, special they're, they're, well no no for, for the vast majority of things absolutely you should because sure. what you found is a small little loophole that's going to get closed in over the next couple months and you should keep it secret because if you let it go you're going to you're going to close the market efficiency at a much faster horizon and you're not going to extract the amount of value that you already had by being the, by being the mm-hmm. first mover there so for the vast majority of, I don't know, I would say that I would say they're absolutely correct. They should keep the secret. Okay. The reason why I'm saying in my case, it's, it, it's not because by the way, we do have secrets. I'm not sharing the algorithm on how it, how it works. Am I? <laughs> exactly. No. It's a black box. Even when we put it on chain right now, black it's off chain. Nice. Even when we put it on chain, all you'll be able to see is the movement, but you're not able to see like, here's the algorithm. Yeah, just take the algorithm that. and utilize it. No, you, can't, you can't just like right click open source. No, we're not open sourcing it. No. Mm, interesting. Why would I? That's literally the the thing. And you might say, well, we want to know so we can know if it's if it's going up or down a little jit or not. And I'm like, okay, then don't play. Exactly. Because you have all the leverage. Yeah, because look, man. I think that's the golden nugget here. Is the is the algorithm we've built, and if you if we open source that, then you can make a lot of. But we will open source it in the future, gotcha. when we have the advantage. We will open source it so we so people can make copycat derivatives to boost up our real value. 
Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like Uniswap. So like everyone copied Uniswap. Uh, just and the API and everything. More effective, yeah. Exactly. And like Uniswap has the high, still the highest trading volume. Um, mm -hmm. just, just for ETH. Um, okay, cool. Um, well, so, so, so one, three, and 10 year horizons, at least in market capitalization, what do you think? I know it's like kind of impossible we're, to tell, we're, we're, but what, what, what do you expect? Blue in general? My blue company? in general, yeah. Parent company. Whole thing. One, three, five? Yeah, one, three, five. Yeah. One year, so next year in November 2022? Yep. Yeah. Two to five billion? Wow. Next year? Yeah. Wow. We'll circle mm. back. And I don't. Where do you think most of that funding is going to come from? Maybe three months. I don't think, know. Where do you think funding is going to come from? Is it? Do you guys have? Are you going to release a coin? The thing is, there's there's so many avenues now. When I'm in this, when I'm in this game here. Exactly. It's uh, you know, you can, with with this total sellout, it started off as a three million dollar sellout, but maybe it can look like a um. 30 million dollar seller before we, we finish it. We have a second NFT along the way. When we introduce wow. staking and blue points and the-, and the Yeah, that's gonna be huge, staking. You know, and, then you, and then you start to think, well, then what do you, then you launch Blue World Token and you give airdrops to Blue World Token. Mm -hmm. You know, then, then you think about, okay, you go raise an equity round for, let's say you raise a hundred million, but I'm not taking that hundred million unless they co-sign a 500 million to a billion dollar loan against it on their own collateral yeah, okay. yeah. so i'll give like a good act i'll give good equity for them to give me the opportunity to to raise against their collateral for me to i mean ah, this is getting a little too but like <laughs> a little bit in the weeds but uh yeah. the thing is the acceleration curve is so steep and that's why i'm scared i'm people like dude let's grow and i'm like i'm scared because one, it's like, imagine you're. Imagine, That's interesting you say that. That is interesting you say that. I mean, imagine I'm, I'm, I set up like millions of fireworks. And people are like, dude, let's fucking light one up. Let's light one up. It's going to be fun. I'm like, no, 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 not yet. I got I to gotta, I gotta double check and triple check. Got to make sure everything's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now stand back, stand, stand back, stand back, stand back. Okay. Light that shit up. <laughs> Light that bitch up. <laughs> you know, but you, you don't you don't light up the fireworks when you're going and setting them up. Like I'm setting up all the fireworks right now. And people are like, dude, let's blow it up. Let's blow it the fuck up. Let's go. And I'm like, relax. Yeah. It's like a little kid. He's like, can we just light it up? Can we just light it up? And I'm like, no, 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 not yet. You're like, dude, come on, bro. You're just, come on. You gotta, you should so do it. So lame. Just, you should do it all the time. Oh, God. Damn. Patience is key. Hmm. So, all these so, analogies. So yeah. that, that, that's one year. Five year, three, okay, three year. Yeah. Damn. Three, when you said one to two billion by November, 2022. Yeah, yeah. And then, and Crazy. then you, you, look, you, you, you hit kind of a carrying capacity a little bit there because then you have to fulfill upon the obligation of that round. And if you, and so it could be a huge spike up and it'll be a little, a little bit of a tranche, just like our series C's in the actual, I mean, it's the same thing. Mm. I literally predict these things. So you have a little <laughs> bit of a tranche there. You have a little bit of a tranche there. Depending on how good the foundation is, maybe we, we skip over the tranche quickly, but on a three year horizon, you know, you're, we're only looking at maybe seven 
to 15. If everything is good, yeah, on a five year, look, if we, if we double down and we invest, reinvest everything in and we op and, and the world is going the way I think it's going to go. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no reason why this can't be a hundred billion dollar company in five years. 10 years you think it's going to hit like Apple numbers, like a trillion? No, no, I don't think it's, uh, I think, I think, I think it kind of, Again, again, I would say a carrying capacity there. It just caps out at a certain point. No, 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 no. This one has, but I, but I, it did. See, now when you're looking at those parts, you're looking at like, did, how much of, how much of everything that we planned out to be executed correctly? Is the market ready for it? You know, all those different types of things, but it's not out of the question. You could, we could do a hundred to 200 billion on a five to 10 year wow. horizon. I mean, I see it right now. I mean, in my head, it's already done. Like in my head, it's like, yeah, I'm seeing what we have I, now. I'm in a similar way, yeah, exactly. Where it's like, you, you already see you've done it and now you're kind of like backtracking to do it in the present. Yeah, I mean, think about this. In all my time in e-commerce, $20 million I've done in e-commerce mm. sales, right? I mean, you, we're looking at 3.7 million in, in, in profit. We're gonna do that in a weekend. Yeah, it's kind of crazy the scale it is now. It's almost like, you know, you know, like like a lot of people think that fucking the world's so bad, it's so crazy. There's so much problems. There's so much opportunity. It's fucking ridiculous how fast people can get rich nowadays, especially with crypto and with this technology. It's not absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Fuck, man, I, I got I got I got so much more questions to ask you. Um, but um, I think the best question to like end this off is: Is there any questions that we did not ask you that we should have. Um, I think I think it's pretty good. I think we talked about a lot of stuff. I talked yeah, about like, a lot we of did. a lot of things. I think um, what matters to me most is no one but me knows what my optimization is, and so mm. when people start making decisions for what I should be doing, I. You know, I'll say like, hey, uh, you know, I need help in certain things and I would love to work with you in certain things. But, you know, you just have to know who you are and have conviction on that. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know who you are, you know, instead of asking other people, you know, maybe you should just learn from from memoirs and and and, and think about, you know, a certain person who uh, who has the exact life you want and then see if that. Uh, trajectories you want to take but I don't know I guess for me just all right I know what I'm trying to do I'm just going to stick the course and no matter what yeah. no matter what if my girlfriend says something or my designer says something or my <laughs> engineer says something or mm -hmm. someone says something or whatever 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 no one knows but me and time will tell absolutely if I'm wrong time will tell and that's okay you, I'll still you still have, have time I'll still to have money to live my life yeah. I barely spend money I don't even need money like what do I even do? I, I I don't even need I don't even do anything. Fucking sit at a <laughs> desk all day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that laptop life. Yeah. Like I'm like, well, dude, I'm I mean I just sit on a chair with the with the laptop. <laughs> so you know, I mean, even if I'm homeless, I guess it won't even be really that bad. <laughs> I've uh, I've heard the quote, um, I don't know who said it, but poor people like act and live like they're rich and rich people uh, 
more more or less act, oh, they act like, like they're, they're poor. poor. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they got ahead. Yeah. Like like look, if I need five thousand, let's say I need five thousand dollars a month to survive. I have so much so much network now that I can just make one post and I could say, you know, who can I help five thousand dollars a month? And I'll get a lot of takers. Like I, I literally have done a two thousand dollar I charge people two thousand dollars to have a one hour call for me to teach some random thing. I'm like, oh I come up with some cool thing this weekend. I'm bored on Sunday. Who wants to come? It's two thousand dollars for a one hour session. And it's like 10, 10, 15 people show up on my four thousand person, you know, you know, thing. I'm I'm glad we're getting the uh, the four thousand dollar discounts. So I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> this is why when when you get me talking, I start talking. I know, I know. I'm the exact it's, same it, way. You and I, I, saw I, I am really tired too. I only slept like two hours because I came back from Vegas and stuff. But yeah, I guess I'll end the call with, I don't know, just know who you are, have conviction. If you don't know who you are, just try everything mm. until you, you figure it out. If you want to take that route, you have two routes. If you don't know who you are, you have two choices to make. Either just go do everything and anything to start discovering new ideas or don't do anything, stay in your house, read memoirs and figure out who exactly you want to imitate, create a plan for that and then go do it one thing. So you got to pick one or the other. Ideally both maybe, ideally go do everything and then go do that, that's what I did. Nice, wow. that's phenomenal. Matt, do you have wow. any, uh, any questions? Nothing. Just um, astonished, mind blown, as usual on the on these episodes. I mean, another great, phenomenal guest in George this, Blue, this, aka this, this might be our best episode. Blue yeah. World. Yeah, uh, I, I, at least for the people that are entrepreneurs oh, and are just, you know, actually listen to this information, because this you guys don't even know how many bombs that were just fucking dropped. I gotta rewatch this episode. We're gonna clip so many of these, George. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, la that last point especially was fucking like, huge. There's a lot of like in between stuff that I'm like, eh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, like, dude we, we will send you the clips. Uh, before if you watch like a Kanye, sure. if you watch a Kanye interview, he'll yeah. just go on like, I think like 17 halfway done. Things. Half, half I don't know how, I don't know how mine was, but I think I, I no, you, like, no, you're, you're more systematic, mine, I think. Yeah. And mine, whereas Kanye was just like, and then I did this and I did, and, and then he cuts off right before <laughs> it's supposed to close. And he just cuts off almost like he's rapping. Yeah, he, yeah. He he talks like he raps. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like it's about to end, but then he, he keeps it's it's kind of entertaining though, because like that that's like it is. You, you, like, you know you know it's marketing. Like a whole it's sentence, like one sentence. It's like open loop. He just keeps open looping, keep open looping. Yeah. It's like what the fuck you meant by that? He's like that's like my that's like my mom should be like, hey, um, can you uh do? And then she'll just like forget and she'll like go look at something else. And I'm like, what the fuck did? What were you just finish your sentence? Goddamn. And uh, it's, yeah. it's always entertaining. Dude, uh, I'd say this was Kanye, a Yeah, Kanye was like, interview. That, that last interview I saw with Kanye, it was, I was watching it mesmerized. I'm like, this is one long sentence. <laughs> one run on. Man's got a huge one run on, on sentence. sentence. There was no, like, here is where I close the, close the loop on this sentence and, and this exact thing that I want to get across. Yeah. Whereas I try to always go like, here's the loop, here's the loop. I, I try to do like all these all these loops instead of like. I, and I, I think I think that's interesting because he's a creative and you're um, it's more algorithmic, more systematic, right? So that makes yeah. a lot of sense. You would talk like yeah. that because your mind works like that. 
His is like rap, gotta be creative yep. with the sounds, producing, uh, creative with his fashion line. It's like totally different mindsets. And I, I find myself trying to straddling the line between those two, because I have to be two uh, to, to succeed, you know? Like I, I learned every fucking skill I have from scratch. Yeah, um, but yeah, this is a fucking amazing interview. Um, George Blue, what do you want to tell the public and where do you want them to follow you? Where can they find you? Uh, I guess the best way is just go on blueworld.co and just explore around the marketplace. Co, dot, not dot com. That's it. Dot co, yes. Dot co, yeah. We don't dot have the dot com. Public Mint, December 2nd. Mm. Yeah. Public Mint, December 2nd. And uh, get in while you can because Obviously, as you can tell here, George is taking over the world. Blue world is taking yeah, over the world. Should. The world will be blue. So it's just going to be yeah, blue. Yeah, look, I mean, the world is blue. Guys. I mean, the world is blue, I, mean right? I mean, we need to make another actually, one in the digital world. Yeah, one in the digital, one in the fucking physical. That's oh, why yeah. I called the blue. I was like, what, what is big enough? What company can be big enough to be a Tesla, Apple, Microsoft? It what sounds like it, too. It sounds like it. Like, it's yeah, just... Everything just works. It's so... It feels pure and trustworthy, too, because the, the color blue is just trustworthy, you know? That's we should it. be... When you think of... You know when you think... When you say apple, you don't think of the... You don't think of the fruit apple anymore. Yeah, yeah. No. That's, so that's crazy. That's crazy you said that. My goal is... Rebranding the word blue? the color. Mm, wow. That's I can see That's it. when I know we won. Yeah, When absolutely. someone says, oh, that's blue, the your first contextual switch should be, oh, that's the software I use in the digital world. Wow. Yeah. That's I fucking... Your first that's thought shouldn't be, oh, the, the color blue? It should be your second. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap up today. Um, yeah, I'm going to you know, add natural after this, but... Uh, Fuck yeah, that was, good. that was a great interview. Thanks yeah. for watching. Thank, Thank you, George, especially. And, and, uh, and last question, this is why okay. I know maybe blue can be bigger than apple. What is more ubiquitous? The color blue or the fruit apple? Mm. Yeah. Think about that one. Think if about that one. If we can replace the if we can replace the contextual switch. <laughs> that's it. Over. God. So that's what my goal is. I have to Love I have it. to I have to switch the contextual switch in your mind. If Love I do it. that and we've won. Hell Amazing. yeah. And that will be yeah. pretty soon. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. I don't soon. know about soon. I don't know about soon. Oh, well, yeah. hey, hey, three to five years, 10 years. No, that's <laughs> no, 20 to 30, because you have to replace all the kids. We're thinking in blue time. Yeah, you like you have to, because if, if you think 20 years away, by the time we get good enough, we have to then go back and replace all the kids who were just born. So then they have yeah. to be 20 years old. So then you're talking, you're talking 30 years. Absolutely. Mm. All right, thank you. I, I'm, I'm just excited Amazing. to just see oh, your journey. Yeah, man. Uh, and we'd love to have you on again. Uh, thank you, George, for coming on, bro. Appreciate yeah, that was, it. Yeah, that was crazy. I'm going to go back myself, too. I'm like, what the hell did I say? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll I send you the clips. Don't, don't worry. We'll, I, have uh, question. Yeah. I do have a question for George off camera, though. I, but, I paused um, it. I paused it, too. Yeah, thank you guys for joining in. And uh, peace. <laughs>